some noise wow it's good to see all of you from different parts of the Ashanti region hallelujah amen can we have those from Sefi Bebieni area giving the Lord a shout wow 
What about those from the Obuasi, Bekwai area and all that? Okay. All right. What about those from Konongo and uh, Odumase, Agogo area? <laughs> okay. And um, what about those in the the host nation? <laughs> Hallelujah! Amen, amen, amen. Well, we are so excited this morning because I believe that we are about to be launched into the year 2023. Hallelujah! And I believe that our churches are not going to be the same again. There's going to be a strong impartation in your life. Your life your ministry, your church, everything about you is going to be turned around. Oh, do you believe it? I don't feel you at all. And um, we're excited to have one of God's anointed servants in our midst. He is also a real son of the house and the son of our father, Bishop Dagiwood Mills. Hallelujah. Well, Bishop Interfo needs no introduction. I mean, if you have been in the church for even a year by now, you should know him. And um, he's been around for a long time since the days of the canteen. He's been in the church and has moved closely with our father, the presiding bishop. And you can see the anointing upon his life anywhere he goes, ministering the word of God. Hallelujah. And, um, We've seen many lives touched at his conferences, church growth conferences, and all that. And uh, we in the Ashanti region are excited. The mega church denomination, we're excited. For those of you who don't know, a part of the mega church denomination was under him. And um, so he has already been our father here for some time. Amen. So he's not a stranger to us. We are welcoming him back home. It's been a long time since we had him in the Ashanti region. So we are excited. The bishops are all in the house. We are all very excited. Well, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome the bishop Emmanuel in and let's pray. Father, thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence. We are grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. All right. How many of you are pastors? Pastors. Pastors. If you're a pastor, we have pastor, reverend minister, bishop, vice God, up to vice God. 
You can't be God. I have to vice God. All right. And shepherds. If you're a shepherd, any type of shepherd, trainee shepherd, center leader, hallelujah. Amen. Well, it's a blessing to be here. I bring you greetings from the prophet. that he has brought us into 2023. How many of you are happy that God has brought you to 2023? Are you grateful? My year of being thankful, is that not it? And so it's a blessing for us to be here. Now, every time the Lord gives us um, the opportunity to live. All right, it's just an opportunity for us to uh, love Him and serve Him and do His will. Amen. Amen. So, um, I just decided that I will come to encourage all of us Amen. so we don't waste this year. Hallelujah. Now, what we must all understand is that gradually we are all expiring. We are all expiring. I get what I'm saying. Even when you look at yourself, you realize that you have changed. And you are changing. Even when I look at your beard, do you see? Even though you're a young man, but the circumstance of life has changed your, your beard. Amen? Amen? I get what I'm saying. So we are expiring, we are changing, and uh, we are exiting the world. I'm sure that last year there are people that uh, you knew who have exited, they've taken the lead. And one by one, we would all be going. I get what I'm saying. It is wisdom for you not to waste the days that the Lord gives to you. Everything we are doing on this earth is not worth it. Yeah. You know, that is why we must be eternally grateful to the life of the prophet for the wisdom and the consistency with which he has led us not to just live as church members, but to love the Lord and to serve him. The reason I'm saying that is because it is not a common thing. Most Christians sitting in churches 
just attend church. Yeah. Those of you who lifted up your hands as pastors and the rest, in many other churches, at best, you have been a, a deputy to a committee, yeah. maybe the third deputy of a lot of infighting. Do you understand me? Yeah. yeah, but you are here as a pastor. You know, and we must value that. Amen. Amen. We must value and cherish the fact that we are in a church where we are taught, encouraged to love Jesus and to save him with our lives. You see, on the day that you are getting ready to go, I have a feeling that when it is happening, somehow you will know it. Because people prepare, people say things. Do you understand it? You know, you realize that ah, all other things is good to see you, my darling. How are you? All other things really that we have done, your 17 buildings, even you, you may be remembering only three of them. Yeah. I get what I'm saying. Your 17 buildings, your money at the bank, dollars, pounds, and all that your bank account, you may not even remember where they are. Eh? Yes. And then the saddest part about it is that people will not even allow you to leave. Then they start scrambling for what you have. If you look at Ecclesiastes chapter 2, we are reading from verse 18. Okay. That is the thing that made Solomon very sad. Exodus chapter 2. He said, Yea, I hated all my labor which I had taken under the sun because I should leave it unto the man that shall be after me. Uh-huh. And who knoweth whether he shall be a wise man or a fool? Yet shall he have rule over all my labor wherein I've labored and wherein I've showed myself wise under the sun. This is also vanity. Now some of you, where you come from, okay, the brothers, when the time comes for you to go, the person who inherits you must also inherit your wife. No, she has to actually sleep with your wife. No, she has inherited a wife. Wow. Why should you be a pro? Because your wife is inheritance. No, because I'm queer. Bapim. Yeah, you'll be turning in your grave, but you can't do anything about it. Now look at it. This is this is the richest person 
that lift. Eh? Yeah. This is the richest. There has been nobody as rich as Solomon. Because God said that there shall be no one like unto you before you and after you. So the point I'm trying to make is that, listen, we are living in the world where people are chasing this world. And I'm not saying that what you have or you are trying to achieve is not good. No, it's good. If you are working, you are getting money, it's good. I mean, if you take our church, who are the people who are sponsoring the church buildings? And It's you. Your offerings, your tithes, and want you to give more offerings, pay higher tithes. So we are not against your prosper. Prosper well. Build more houses. Travel more. Do whatever. But keep your eyes on eternity. Do you understand it? Keep your eyes on what? Eternity. Because the scripture says, and their works do follow them. Revelation 14, 13. And their works do follow them. Which works? Do you understand it? So that is the most important thing. That the works that you are doing, those ones cannot follow you. So then have works that can follow you. Amen. I get what I'm saying. Have works that can follow you. Can I have an amen? Amen. Okay, so that is why this morning uh, we are here and uh, throughout the whole day I am talking on the subject I come seeking for fruit. I come seeking for fruit. Luke chapter 13, we are reading from verse 6. Luke chapter 13, we are reading from verse 6. He spake also this parable, a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon. And found none. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit. Can you see there? These three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and found none. Cut it down. Why cumbered it the ground? And he answering said unto them, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well, and if not, then after that, thou shalt cut it down. I come seeking for fruit. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Now, every one of you must know that the purpose for which God created you is for you to bear fruit. Can I have an amen? Amen. It's for you to bear fruit. Genesis chapter 1, 
We're reading from verse 26. Alright? And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 27. So God created man his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. The first assignment God gave them was be fruitful. Be fruitful. Can I have an amen? amen. Eh? Yes. God's eternal purpose for you is that you should be fruitful. To be fruitful is God's purpose for you. God sees you as a tree that must bear fruit. To be fruitful means to be full of fruits and products worthy of all the investments that have been made in you. To be fruitful means to be abundant, abounding, blooming, and blossoming. To be fruitful means to flourish, to become plenteous, and to proliferate. To be fruitful means to produce a lot and to breed. God wants you to produce a lot and God wants you to bear fruits. If you study the lives of the different people whom God called and appointed, you will notice that he called and appointed them to fruitfulness. Jesus told his disciples the reason why he had chosen and ordained them. He said in John 15, 16, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. Hallelujah. Amen. The whatsoever he asks of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Amen. Amen. Huh? Are you have gone home already? He had chosen and ordained them to go and bring forth fruit. Nothing else. You are a tree that God has planted and he's expecting fruit from you. God is looking for something from you. It is important that you live your life fulfilling his will and not yours. Every single one of the patriarchs was called to be fruitful. The patriarchs refer to, you know, the early Bible fathers, specifically Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Amen. So the patriarchs. Huh? The purpose of the call of God is always fruitfulness. Adam was called to be fruitful. God blessed him uh, so that he would be fruitful. God's purpose was to fill the earth with human beings. Even up to now, vast sections of the earth have no human life. God had a plan to cover the earth with human beings. Abraham 
was called to be exceedingly fruitful. God wanted a specific group of people that he called his own. He wanted an obedient person to bring forth a large group of obedient children. Look at Genesis 17, 4 to 6. Genesis 17, 4 to 6. As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee, and I will make thee exceedingly fruitful. And I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. Amen? Amen. Isaac was also called to be fruitful. He was called to fruitfulness. Indeed, he carried on in the same lines as his father Abraham. The blessing of fruitfulness was to be passed from Abraham to Isaac. Genesis chapter 26, 1 to 4. Genesis chapter 26, 1 to 4. And there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Jerah. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and bless thee, for unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swore unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven, and will give unto thy seed all these countries, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. May you multiply and become as the stars of heaven. Can I have an amen? Amen. Eh? Jacob was called to be fruitful. Jacob received a blessing from his father and the blessing was to multiply and to be fruitful. May the grace and the anointing that is upon our father, the prophet of God. May it come upon us. May it come upon every pastor. May it come upon every shepherd. May it come upon every bishop. May it come upon every basenta leader. May it come upon every basenta leader. In the name of Jesus. And multiply. May your basentas multiply to 50. May your branches multiply to 100. In the name of Jesus. Receive the grace to see supernatural growth. May your church multiply. See increase. A lot of people coming into your church. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. Genesis 28, 1 to 4. I'm just showing you that the people that God worked with, eh? Do you understand it? 
He gave them the assignment of being fruitful. And it has not changed. Because this is the Old Testament. And when we cross into the New Testament, alright, the period between the Old Testament and the New Testament is called the intertestamental period. Hundreds of years pass when God spoke to all these people. Adam, Noah, same thing. When Noah came out of the the earth, of the ark, he had to fail. He had to fail the earth. Yeah. And Noah went into the ark of his wife. And his, how many sons? Three sons and their wives. Is that not so? So eight people. And the eight people had to fail the whole earth. I get what I'm saying. And we are all here as a result of the fruitfulness of Noah. I prophesy to you that your eight member church that you are going to, you are going to start that church will turn into hundreds of people Amen. in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 It will turn into hundreds of people. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Four years ago, the prophet sent me to Ofakokaswa. Yeah. All right. And the Lord had blessed the Colorado Cathedral of thousands of people. Only the children on Sunday were 1,000 at Colorado. Yes. And I took 20 people and went to Ofako. It's been four years. And the Lord has turned the 20 people into hundreds of people. That same grace will happen to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Prophesy. Hallelujah. Amen. You are going to bear much fruit. Yes. If you want to. And if you are willing. And if you are obedient. Yeah. 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 Recently the Lord told me. He said, I've not finished with you at all. No. He said, I, I'm going to do more. Then he said, but if you'll be willing, obedient, and desirous. Because sometimes desire fails. Yeah. There are young couples that have been married for three years. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. You have sex once every uh, six weeks. Yeah. You are 27, your wife is uh, 26. Desire is gone. May the Lord restore your desire. May the Lord restore your desire. Yeah. They are four four time pastors. They are tired. No, you are tired. That's why your church has been 40 members for the past eight years. There's no energy. You have settled. Yeah. 
Many full-time pastors have settled. Even bishops have settled for what? I mean, 250 attendants. That is it. Seven years. Huh? Yeah. Do you get it? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? May the Lord bring back your desire. May your bones receive revival. May your soul receive revival. May your spirit receive revival. Receive strength to bear much fruit. Hallelujah. When the ladies go to the labor world, all right. Yeah. By the time they have to push the baby out, they are very exhausted. Very, very, very exhausted. Yeah. And because of that, what they have carried for nine months, they stand the risk of losing it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And if they are not lucky to get caring nurses, midwives, who say, and shout on them, no, you can't relax, and beat their backs, and sometimes they slap them, to waking them up. Sometimes they feel sleepy. And the baby at that critical period is not coming. You lose the baby. May the Lord deliver you in 2023. From the spirit of exhaustion, dryness. May the spirit of dryness leave you. May the spirit of withering, fatigue, physical fatigue, spiritual fatigue, disinterest in the things of God. Every spirit of resignation, premature resignation, may it leave you right now. I command all those demons to leave you right now in the name of Jesus. Now receive revival. Receive revival. Receive revival. Receive strength. Run again. Run again. Run again. Preach again. Teach again. Heal again. Gather again. Walk again. Pray again. Study again. Soak in again. In the name of Jesus. Genesis 28, 1 to 4. And Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him and said unto him, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Padanaram, to the house of Bethuel, thy mother's father, and take thee a wife from thence of the daughters of Laban, thy mother's brother. And God Almighty bless thee. Receive it. And God Almighty bless you. And make thee fruitful. May the Lord make us fruitful this year. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Many of our churches are empty. 
it's true. It's true. Yeah. I empty. When I go to my church, see what I've done in my cathedral is I've filled everywhere with chairs. <laughs> those of you who think that you are smart, that you have a few chairs, you have spread it out. So when 52 people come, the church is full. You are deceiving yourself. COVID, COVID restriction was taken long ago. You have been privatist praying that it will still linger around a lot so that, you know. Yeah. yeah. You can see Pastor Solo here. In our church, we are never happy. Never. Never. Yeah. We have thousands of chairs. Every Sunday, hundreds of people gather. But when you look around, so many empty chairs. So many of them. We are never happy. Yesterday, Prophet Kakra came to the church, was preaching. Whole place, so many people, and yet there were so many chairs. And I was walking and said, Holy Spirit, mm. Mm. Holy Spirit, do more. Do more. Hey. Eh? Yeah? But you see, many of you, the desire for the Lord to do more is gone. Yeah. Most of you lay pastors. You are backslidden. Many of you are no more interested in the ministry. You actually find a way out. We have lay pastors who just have the title. They don't work. Their hearts are gone. But that was your mistake. You didn't know that this thing called lay ministry you have been doing is what has been keeping you alive. No, I'm, talk- I'm saying not that, not that it's what has made you rich. All that is part. I'm talking Keep keeping you alive. alive. Because I'm going to show you today that when it comes and there's no food, he said, I'll remove the fence and I'll break down the wall. Your fence and your wall are standing. That's why you are alive. Because she has not brought it down. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you. 
Almighty bless thee Amen. and make thee fruitful Amen. and multiply thee that thou mayest be a multitude of people. May you become a multitude of people. Amen. Bishops, may you become a multitude of people. Amen. May we be bishops of multitudes of people. Amen. Fine, Bishop, you are there 150 people. 250, 280 people. You are Bishop of what? Huh? Do you get it? Yeah. All the bishops under my oversight, including those here, this year, the target is at least 1,000 people. Amen. Yeah. All the diocesan headquarters. You understand? At least 500 people. Yeah. The minimum number of people in any church here must be at least 100 people. Receive that in the name of Jesus. Huh? Now listen, he's always talking about multiple multitudes. Sit down, please. 
I'm writing a new book on church growth. Yeah. And yesterday, I was writing, no, two days ago, I was writing about the church of Jesus and the church of the apostles. Jesus' church was multitudes of people and the apostles also multitudes of people. Yes. I'm doing about 30 chapters. I've done, I think, 20 chapters. Huh? Yes. What's Alex? Receive it. Amen. Do you get it? And thou mayest be a multitude of people and give thee the blessing of Abraham. To thee and to thy seed with thee, that thou mayest inherit the earth, wherein thou art a stranger, which God gave unto Abraham. Now watch this. He said, eh? and give thee the blessing of Abraham. Give thee the blessing of your father. You know, so why is the blessing of our father upon us? Eh? We must walk in the blessing of our father. Because God has made him eh, to multiply and he has become multitudes. So it must not be that we we lack 20, 30. Some of the lay churches for the past has been 17 years. 36 people. And one want to transfer it from there to you are angry. He said you have laid some tiles, so she didn't remove you from here. Yes. That the drums that you bought it. Look, take your drums. We are transferring you when we are going to carry the drums to the new branch. That's now my attitude. That's an idea. You can't remove them. Send the whole sauce. No, listen. I want all of us to have a desire and pray that indeed we shall be partakers of the grace that is upon the prophet. Uh, honestly, yes. honestly, yeah. bishops, yeah. every bishop here. Mm. And you see, bishops, don't deceive yourself by title. Oh. Okay? The fact that you are a bishop doesn't mean that you are, you are born foot. There are people who are called pastors, pastor, so so and so. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. Pastor, so so and so. When you go there, he's commanding 5,000 people. Look, we, we shouldn't, don't be, you know, Reverend Kakraya Ball, <laughs> Warfish. <laughs> 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 
Your bar office is a board in crap. People don't know you. So, a management. Hey, management, how do you know me? Really? Nibia Pius. Oh, Rev. Rev. Sir, Rev. Lighthouse, Rev. Oh! Rev. Me cry, me a dinner four time. Mini complimentary cards. You have a complimentary card, Emmanuel Ajipon, comma, BL, BL, BLTMC. Be a year, but leader. We do who run for sir, sir, supervisor, no opposal, the qualifications. BLT, TMC, the mega church. Omontia CNT. Meanwhile, your bus center, when you go for a meeting, two people for the last seven months. But everything is changing in the name of Jesus. You are becoming more fruitful. By the end of this year, every bus center leader, eh, the Lord is going to bless your bus center with at least 20 people in your bus center. Hallelujah. Your bus center is like a little branch. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a great, please be seated. There's a great anointing on the prophet. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Amazing. You see, when I started writing books, then I realized that the grace, even the grace to write, It's so difficult for me. Uchoka cries like Asa. Yeah. During the COVID, I think he wrote like 31. All these books that we launched, like 31 titles of them. Now, let me tell you something pastors, shepherds. Okay? And I believe that I'll talk a bit more about that. Today we are here. Are you ready to be here? And we are going to watch two videos of the prophet. They will change your life forever. Amen. Amen. Huh? Yeah? Papa Sahari, why are you sitting here? There's a seat here. What's your son? I'm going to ask you a question. 
This is our new pastor, full-time pastor at Obuasi. He has been with me for nothing less than 20 years. Is a wife here? Where is she? My usual. Okay. Wow. Hmm? Listen to me. It cannot be that your father is so rich. Now, sorry, I won't answer. It is a sign that you are not a proper child. The only reason why it will happen to you that way is because your father is not happy to part with what he has to give to you. How many of you understand that? Eh? Oh, yeah. You know, there are people who live very rich. When they share their inheritance, they don't give some to some of their children. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe that many of us, we are not proper children of the prophet. Mm. That is why what is on him is not automatically coming upon us. And for as long as it doesn't come upon us, is that fire? Yes. Eh? You bet me have for fire physically, but who who fire? Eh, different. Now, one of our pastors is here. He's called Anointed. Since Bible school. But I wonder whether the fruits show that there's anointing. Yeah? I'm just saying that he said, the blessings of your father Abraham. So the blessings of our father, the prophet, Bishop Dark, must be in our lives. Yeah. When people see us by the fruits they must see. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Eh? Yeah? Most of us don't resemble him at all by our fruits. Including bishops. And four-time pastors. Brother David, are you here? Yes. How is Konongo? Yeah. Wow. You must desire that the blessing of your father, the blessing of your father, eh? Yeah. And he has done his best. Books, messages, videos, comes, and not only that, he has packaged them into different menus. Different menus. I get what I'm saying. I hear you go home. Yeah. 
Eh? Yeah. And some of you, Basenta leaders and shepherds, you must bypass your pastors. Because some of you, your pastors are not serious. You must bypass your pastors and connect to your father directly. Yeah. Yeah. You must bypass. I hear you go home. You thought I came to just, you know, make you happy. Say nice things. I'm not here to just say nice things. I'm here to reveal the mind of God. Rebecca was called to be fruitful. Rebecca was commissioned to become the mother of thousands of millions. This is the purpose of God. Your fruitfulness is what God is looking for. Israel was called to be fruitful. When the nation of Israel lived in Goshen, they were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and worked exceeding mighty and the land was filled with them. Their population swelled and the fruitfulness of Israel was manifested. Ishmael was called to be fruitful. Even Ishmael, who was Isaac's brother, was blessed to become 12 princes. Our brothers, our other brothers, eh, they are in their millions in the world. They come from Ishmael. Yeah. Joseph was blessed to be fruitful. Amen? Amen. Genesis 42. Genesis 42. 22 to 26. Genesis 42. 22 to 26. Joseph is a fruitful bull. Receive that blessing. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive the anointing of Joseph. I can't hear you. I say receive the anointing of Joseph. Even a fruitful bowl by a well whose branches run over the wall, the archers have sorely gripped him and shot at him. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Now, so listen, I've just shared all of this with you to let you understand and let me understand that the purpose of God for us is to be fruitful. Do we have people sitting outside? Nobody should sit outside. Huh? Ashes. Mother, bring them, bring them. 
everywhere on the stage, everywhere. Nobody should sit outside. Hallelujah. That is why we are building Tikrum as our new headquarters. How many of you heard Prophet? I heard two weeks ago, so mentioned about Tikrum. How many of you heard him talk about it? Huge. And that is where your convener is. And we are taking a decision that, all right, we are taking a decision that some of the existing branches should gather there already. Do you understand? So that by the time the whole thing is completed, we have an established church. This is what I'm saying. So this is not something you should fight that, oh, you yeah, are sorry. You know, we must think about building the kingdom. That's right. That's the kingdom. Right. We are not building the church. We are building the kingdom. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. And as Bishop Fabian is there, that he has left his church at Obuasi and come. He doesn't have any shepherds. No pastors. Okay. So there must be pastors who must go and build him to help him. Yeah, and it's going to be a major, major, major place. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. By the grace of God. It's going to be a very major, major, major place. Soon in Kumasi here, yes. you'll be hearing. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. And you see, a big thing means a big grace. So when you are part of it, whether you like it or not, you yourself, some grace comes upon you. All your things become big. I got to answer. So don't fight it. Don't fight. So we took a decision, you know, that some of the churches that are re- relatively close. I know that you may have to travel like 30 minutes or whatever. But where our church is at of our core, all right, some of the people every Sunday sit in buses and travel one hour. Yeah, Pastor Solo is I can tell you. One hour. Yeah. Where he was the regional director. Come. Yeah, where you were the regional director. Eh? Budumbram, is that also? Yes, for sure. Yeah, tell them. Yes, yeah, so our place, we travel for an hour and a half or more to come to the cathedral. Yeah, every Sunday. Wow. And they are there. Some people, 40 minutes. We have established bus centers in all those places. So the buses bring them. Are you getting that? Yeah. Yeah. And it will cost you something. To follow Jesus. That's right. It will cost you something. Okay. So don't fight it. Okay. Don't fight it. If we don't go and establish ourselves there, we are going to build a huge edifice for what? Huh? Yeah. And as you can see, you know, this place is small. Then the railways people didn't allow us to finish the uh, Asukwa cathedral. They say they are breaking it down. So that is why the prophet thought about Kumasi. And said, look, in the midst of all this, let's have another very big place you know, like the Kodesh. We should be happy about that. Amen. Amen. Alright. So listen. It is for this reason that we are going back to the scripture in Luke chapter 13. Look at it. Look at it. Beautiful. Is that not it? 
the cathedral is is uh, 30 by 70. Do you understand it? 30 meters. Alright. No, 30 meters this way and 70 this way. Yeah. Well, what are the dimensions of this cathedral? Sorry? 17 by 33. So, the 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 length is like three, two and a half, two and a half times this, and then this side is double, so that ye ba ye not miat them a ebi ent na and we are having our first big kumasi. Kumasi level convention. Yes. When I say Kumasi level, all of us yes. are gathering at Tikrum on the first March to third March. And we have invited a very anointed man of God yes. Yes. that yes. you don't know yeah. is coming. His name is Kokwekuintefu. I tell you, you don't know. So God willing, I'll be there. Of all of us. Three days. Either you die or I die. One of us will die there. But I'll decide I won't die. There. Sit down. So we want to gather for the people to be afraid in the area. Amen? Yeah? Yes. And it's also another way of attracting is a crowd attracts crowd. The reason why people don't come to your church because for 22 for the last five years. So when 17 comes, so and I'm for five. No, one time we in our London church, okay, somebody was invited to join the church. The person is a bishop now. Do you know what he told them? So, Muninka grandson, grow, grow small. So, some people are waiting for you to grow small. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, Let's get back to our scripture, Luke chapter 13, from verse 6. So, there are certain things that, based on what the foundation that we have laid, that the purpose of God is for you to be fruitful. I want to share a few things with you. The first one is that God is seeking fruit from you. Seeking fruit from you. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Then said he unto the dress of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree. Watch this. These three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree. Everybody here is a fig tree that God 
is seeking food from. Now, did you hear that? Everybody here, including myself, is a fig tree. Eh? That God is seeking for food from. Yeah. You see, some of you, when your pastor said you should come, you are fighting with him. You didn't want to come. It's as if that, you know, uh, your pastor is trying to destroy your life. No. He's just trying to bring you to a place where you'll be encouraged to know that God is expecting fruit from you. When we talk about bearing fruit, God is demanding fruit from you. From you. From you. From you. And watch. He says it's been three years. It's been three years. It's been three years since he expected you to bear fruit. Three years. So three years is 2022 2021, 2020. And each time he came, there was no fruit. Yeah. One bus center for the past three years. One branch of 12 people for the past three years. And the Lord said, look, yes, it was 12, three years ago. When I came the second time, I expected it to be 55. And the third year, I expected it to be 105. Eh? God is expecting food from you. From you. I come seeking what is I come seeking food on this fig tree. God is expecting. God is demanding. God is desiring food from you. Eh? Are you asking for here? Why are you lift up your hands? Yeah. Huh? Once you are alive, once God is keeping you alive, hey, there's something he's expecting. But watch this. He said, and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbered it the ground? Why is it using up the ground? Why is it wasting the ground? Why is it wasting the opportunity? God does not understand why he has given you meat, fish, money, you know, all these years. And still there's nothing. Books, preaching, teaching, conferences, camps. Do you understand? And there's nothing. And God's conclusion is cut it down. Now, what does cut it down mean? 
Because God says, cut it down. Anybody here who has not borne fruit, who is not bearing fruit, alright, God's decision is cut it down. What are the possibilities? Eh? Who can give me a possibility? If God says, death! How many of you agree? Death! Cut it down means death. Death. Remove him. Remove him. I'm not here to frighten you. We are looking at the scriptures. Cut it down. Cut it down. Withdraw. Take him away. You know, when you are at the battlefront and you are fighting, you have a gun, the enemy is there, supposed to shoot, and you are not shooting, and your commander has given the command, shoot, kill the people. And you are standing there. And they rather are shooting to kill your troops. Your commander will give an order for you to be cut down. You'll be eliminated. Death. What other possibility is there? Eh? Replace. Remove you from your position. Remove you. Remove you. Now look at me, everybody here. Give me a wave. Are you here? Oh, you are tired already? No, no, no. Now listen. Pray that God does not replace you. Personally, in my life and ministry, it's one of my decisions. That if by the grace of God, God places me somewhere, eh, as much as it depends on me, I will not be replaced. You know, when you are a church member, and your pastor says, from today you have a center leader. It's God that has promoted you. Oh, yeah. When they say, you are a shepherd, now you are a lay pastor. God has promoted you. Don't let another take your place. One of the things that God does easily, okay? Now, why, why don't they bring the people here? Because I feel that it's not hot. You are putting them in there. The, listen. Now, say, there's liberty, Anna. Eh? Bible would say the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Space is why. Why? Hello, look at me. 
I said one of the things that God does is that he replaces people. When Jezebel threatened Elijah, Elijah's ministry was not over. He was at the height of his ministry. First Kings chapter 18. He stood and challenged 400 false prophets and slew all of them. I mean, can you imagine the height of the power and the anointing? Okay, please focus on me. Forget about these people. Huh? I want to do it quickly. Very quickly, please. Let them come. Omram, Omram. Speak in the Holy Ghost, everybody. Speak in the Holy Ghost. Speak in the Holy Ghost. So I was telling you that God replaces people. Elijah was in the height of his ministry. Power. Huh? And Jezebel threatened him and he ran away. And he went to sit under a juniper tree and say, Lord, it's enough. It's enough. Kill me. I'm the only one left. There's nobody else. God said no. God said no. Take oil. Go and look for Elisha, the son of uh, uh, Shaphat. Yes, an anointing. He was replaced. was replaced. Yeah. Queen, uh, what was the name? Vashti. She was replaced. 
with a slave girl. With a slave girl. Christ came for the salvation of his people. Eh? Look at Matthew chapter 10 from verse 5. Matthew chapter 10 from verse 5. These 12 Jesus sent forth and commanded them saying, look at this. Go not unto the way of the Gentiles and into any city of the Samaritans enter ye not. Verse 6. But go rather to the lordship of the house of Israel. So he came for the lordship of Israel. Amen? Amen. John chapter 1 and verse 10. He came unto his own. The earth was made by him, but they did not know him. Is that not so? Look at him. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Verse 11. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. So that is where, that is where the, the, the gospel now shifted to the Gentiles. And to do that, do you understand it? He raised up a man and anointed him with power and gave him love for the Gentiles, Paul, who went everywhere with the gospel. So listen to me. Listen to me. God cut down means he will replace you. I pray for you that it will not happen to you. Yeah. And those of you that every two seconds you get angry with the church and you are threatening us, I will leave. I will resign from the UD every two seconds. Do you understand it? Now listen. The UD is not a church for a man. That is Jesus' church. Jesus said, I will build my church. So you are not here for a man. Hello? Eh? You are not here for a man. Okay? Are you okay? You are not here for a man. Hello? No, 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 no. You have made a mistake. You have made a mistake. The church is the church. Jesus said, Matthew 16, 18, I will build my church. I will build my church. Paul said, till I come, give yourself to reading. Eh? That you and to exhortation that you may know how to behave yourself in the church of God or the house of God. All right, all right, all right, all right, please. 
Okay, very quietly, please. You are disturbing now. Yeah. Uh huh. Continue. Continue. Neglect not the gift. That is indeed, which was given by the prophecy with the laying hands of the hands of the presbytery. Now listen. So, those of you that type of mind, Eh? Do you get it? You are serving God. You are not serving man. Jesus has chosen you to build his church. You can't just drop it. You can't just drop it. Amen. Amen. What does it mean to cut down? To be sacked. To be replaced. To die slowly. To wither. To have a chronic problem. To be demoted. Eh? Yeah. Cut it down. So now listen. God is saying that because he can't find fruit, he has come. He has come this year. And the instruction is cut it down. But look at the scripture. Look at the scripture. Verse 8. And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it this year also Till I shall dig about it and dung it. Verse 9. And if it bear fruit, well, if not, then after that, thou shalt cut it down. Now listen. But when we enter 2023, the Lord said, okay, I'll give you this year. I will give you this year. So you and I have this year to bear fruit. That is why I came to tell you that God is saying, I come seeking for fruit. Now, by December, the Lord will come to each one of us. And when he comes, he said, I gave you one year. I dig around you. I danced you. I nourished you. I encouraged you. I sent my servant, the pastors and the shepherds to encourage you to bear fruit. I trained you. I equipped you. So where are the fruits? I pray that this year, when he comes, you have fruit. And I'll have fruit. I pray that this year when it comes. Hallelujah. So this year, listen to me. This year, every one of us must intentionally bear fruit. Amen. Yeah. 
Hello? Sit down. We must intentionally bear fruit. Because in the previous years, you thought that it was your pastor who was supposed to bear fruit. Or somebody else who was supposed to bear fruit. But now God is showing you that you are that victory. Eh? You are that, but Jojo, I see here. Hey, have you married her? When? So when are you married? So do work here in Kumasi. Hey, or do you? Chaleo. Amen. How many of you are here? Are you here? So when we say outreach, you say they will go out for outreach. They said they should go for outreach. That language must change. When pastors say outreach, it means I am going for outreach. This year, your language has changed for we are going to I am going. When your pastor gives an instruction this year about food bearing, forget about anybody who is standing around you. Yeah. And immediately listen to his instructions. And how you can implement it. He said, I come, look at the scripture. I come seeking for fruit on this fig tree. And I found none. And he said, Cut it down. But I said, Okay. The dresser, the dresser, the dresser said, Please, one more year. Please, one more year. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know why when the COVID came, you didn't go? God was giving you one more year. Do you know why when that terrible accident happened and you were part of it, and seven people died. Only your leg broke, which now is healed. Because God was saying, one more year. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Everybody, 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 
bishops, pastors, lay pastors, full-time pastors, shepherds, musicians, dancing stars, all of us, all of us, all of us. Don't appear in heaven and say, can I go back to do some more? Where's the lady who sings the first love songs? Eh? She's not here. Sing that song. I don't want to go to heaven and to desire to say, let me go back and do uh, some more. Huh? Do you know how to sing it? Huh? Quickly. When I get to heaven, when I get to heaven, I'll take a seat on a lonely bench by the fields of heaven. I'll sit and think about my life, the life I lived, the things I did, the places I went. I hope I never say I regret. But you have only when I get to heaven, I'll walk the streets and the highways. I'll walk the lane. I'll see the heroes. We'll put up the lyrics. Put up the lyrics. Compare myself to those who lived. I hope I. saying, I'm not going now. You are saying, I'm too young, I'm not going now. Really? Really? 
Really? Really? You say you are 23 years old, you are not going now. Really? Are you sure about that? Follow me to the Kolobu Mortuary or to the G Mortuary. I will show you people far younger than you. When you stand under a mango tree, you see two types of leaves under the tree. Green leaves and dry dry ones. Even the dry ones, you will see very brittle ones. When it touches now, it goes. Those are the very old people. And dry, but you can hold it. The middle-aged people and then the green. Fresh. Don't wait until the doctor touches your liver and say, hmm, hmm, hmm. Where's your mother? Where's your father? Don't wait until the doctor whispers into your mother's ear and says, he has three months. No, because when she was singing that, I don't want to say that I want to go back. You said, but I, no, I'm not going now. I'm focusing on my master's, on my first degree, my new filling station that I'm trying to open. I'm focusing on that. I've no time for outreach, no time for basenta, no time for teaching, no time for raising up money, no time for church planting, no time for mission work, no time. No, I am building my life. Really? 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 And as you are sitting down here, you have no fruit. Most of you here in your churches, you don't do anything. All the work is on that poor pastor. Many of you are the reasons why some of our lay pastors and our pastors have become so discouraged. Because the work of the ministry is not meant for one person. Yeah? A pastor must have an army of people yeah. to work with. Yeah. Army of people. That's yeah. Last week, I've, I created two training services. One is three to five. They are over a hundred, hundred and something. These are young people, students, potentials, trainees, you know, yeah. I call it, can't you do a little bit more service? Wow. Service. 
And then from 6 o'clock, I have another group. That one to over a hundred and something. Attempt great things for God's service. I need an army of workers to help me. So as we are sitting out there looking at your pastor, that you are building your filling station, he shouldn't call you. The other time you were insulting your pastor for sending you a test that the time for outreach has come. Hey. you you? A queer answer. It's very serious. He said, cut it down. Whenever somebody is zealous for God, be careful how you treat them. When David took the ark of God as a king and danced before the Lord, until his kingly clothes were falling off. And the Bible says, eh, 2 Samuel 6 20, that David came to his house to bless his household. And Michal, Michal said, Oh, what an embarrassment you are as a king. What an embarrassment you are as a king. That today, you just expose yourself for all these nyati, 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 nyati ladies. That was it. That was it. She never had a child. God was saying, somebody, somebody who is zealous for me, passionate for me. So if that's the way you treat your pastors, yeah, you criticize them in your heart. You murmur against them. And I say, and I outreach, it's not fasting. I said, ah, I saw my day. But that is the reason. He's only helping you to be fruitful. I've showed you that the reason why God has saved you is to give you the purpose Hallelujah. to bear fruit. Amen. Your pastor is just trying to help you. Have you finished your masters? Ah. Ah, this is your first year. Hmm. In mathematics. You don't want to become a professor of mathematics anymore. I will send you to NASA. Hello? Ah. I have gone home. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. How many of you understood why God has gathered us here? But I prophesy that even you this year is going to be eh, your year that will bear the most fruit. Everybody here, no matter how long you have been around, you will bear much more fruit this year. Receive grace. Receive grace. Receive the ability of God. Receive the mercy of God. Receive strength. Receive energy. Receive passion. Receive zeal. 
receive hunger. Receive hunger. Receive an anointing to bear fruit for Jesus Christ. Please be seated. We are building so many cathedrals. Yeah? 20, 20 meters by 40 or 45. Huh? 20 by 45. Yes. And then office block 12 by 40. Two. In that town where you are. We can't have 25 people sitting in it. Any pastor who is sitting in one of these sea cathedrals, I feel we, I will say we have to say skeleton. That's right. You can't sleep. You have erections to sleep with your wife once every four months or so. Because we know how are 17 members and you are having erections by heart. You are not serious. We want to hear complaints from wives. He doesn't touch me. Yes. ignored me. doesn't come home. And when we call, he said, Bishop, how can I touch it? When I look at the space, the empty chairs, but I prophesy, I prophesy, God is giving you new grace, new anointing, a new heart to bear much more fruit. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Please be seated. Amen? Amen. Eh? Number two. God is seeking food from the earth. Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6. 7 to 9. Hebrews chapter 6, 7 to 9. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh often upon it and bringeth forth herbs meat for them by whom it is dressed receiveth blessing from God. But that, but that be that earth which beareth tongues and breads. You see, the, the earth that receives rain and produces fruit, the Bible says it receives blessing from God. But the earth that receives rain and bears tongues and breads is rejected. 
and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be pain. Give me, give me, give us other translations. But if I feel no, go to start from the beginning, brother seven. When the ground soaks up the rain that falls on it and bears a good crop for the father, it has the blessing of God. But if a field bears testers and thorns, it is useless. The farmer will condemn that field and burn it. Yes? More. Land that drinks in the rain, often falling on it, and that produces a crop useful to those for whom it is farmed, receive the blessing of God. But land that produces thorns and thistles is worthless and is in danger of being cursed. In the end, it will be burned. Message. Message Bible. Parched ground that soaks up the rain and then produces an abundance of carrots and corn for its gardener, gets God's well done. But if it produces wheats and tessels, it's more likely to be cast out. Fields like that are burned and not harvested. Now listen, God is come seeking for food from the earth. From the earth. Now, from the earth. What does that mean? What does the earth receive? The earth receives rains. It receives winds. Sunlight. Eh? What does that it receive? Dew. Eh? Do you understand it? Now, but watch this. Watch this. Look at me. Everybody. Give me a wave. All these things happen naturally. They happen naturally to the earth effortlessly to the earth. Do you understand it? Okay. And God expects that some, the earth will give something back. Now listen to this. So God says, you, all the things that happen to you freely, good health, The air that you breathe. Your nice family. The children he has given to you. The relationships. The peace. The peace. The comfort. That he has given. The things that, you know, happen to you naturally. God says that for that reason, and for those reasons, he expects fruit from you. Wow. Dog, understand that? As you are sitting by your wife, some people, when they sit, there's no wife. Some people, when they sit, there's no husband. For that, for that, for that, for that, God says, I'm expecting fruit. 
the father for the past seven years. Arm robbers have not come to your house for that because I'm expecting food. Because it is not for nothing that arm robbers come to the community, they never come to your house. Are you a commander general or something? Hello? How many of you can understand it? Eh? So you are the earth that has received the rain. And God is expecting that you bear fruit. Then you'll be blessed. But I said, if you don't, eh? If you don't, he said, that land stands at risk of being cursed. And in the end, actually bent. Are we reading the Bible? Are we reading the Bible? God is saying, don't take for granted all the beautiful things. All the beautiful things. That I've been doing for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was preaching on this subject to the pastors in the Anakazo Assemblies nomination. And uh, when I finished, one senior pastor came to me and said, Bishop, you see, the things that we're saying, they were coming from the Holy Spirit. Then he said, you went to a particular, you went to stand somewhere. Sit down. You went to stand somewhere and you lay your hands on a pastor. And as we were speaking, we were telling him, I mean, we were speaking almost like we were addressing him. He said, that pastor had come to see him either earlier this year or last year that this year he wants to focus to build his life and business. And has told his senior pastor that therefore he wants to go away or he needs some time. He, he, said, he said, he said, Bishop, it was frightening us. I was watching you as you went to stand and you laid your hands on him and, and addressed him as if you knew about this. He said, during one of the breaks, during the break, he came to me and said, I've, I, I'm coming back to the work of God. <laughs> How many of you have changed your mind? Eh? No. When things are done for you, you must give back something. You know, I remember my son, who is a doctor. When he was in, uh, he was doing Wasi, uh, Presec. Do you see? Initially, he was not serious. When his results come, something, something, I called him and I said, brother, come. I said, sit down. I said, I want to tell you something. When your worst results come, 
As your worst result, so will be your school. I told him, me, I have no money for remedials and all the, no, 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 no. When your results come, you sit down, sit down. At that time, he went to Wasi very early. He finished, he finished at 16 years. And started medical school at 16 years. But, so this should be like maybe 14, 15 years. I said, listen, as your result, so is your school. I, I get what I'm saying. Yeah? So if your results qualify for carpentry, carpentry, plumbing, plumbing, masonry, masonry. I get what I'm saying. A boboya driver, a boboya driver. Oh no, I told him. Then I told him that, listen, now that you're in the school, you ask off. Ask me anything. I said, I'll buy any book. As you're in the school, you say you want to do extra classes, you want to do chemistry, physics, this, this, this. How many times? Who? How much? I told him I'll pay. Anything for the three years. What was they doing the three years? Those days, yes. Whatever. I told him I would do it. Is that the rain? Wow. I said I'll give you the rain. Wow. I'll give you the rain. Yeah. I'll give you the rain. But make sure that when you soak in the rain, you produce a good fruit. Yeah. I think he was shaking. And he understood. When his results came, A, 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 entered medical school at 16 years, finished at 22 years. Yeah. You know, in our church, there's so much rain. Poimano. All the Tuesday and Sunday messages from the beginning of the church. You hear prophets say, One day, I'm believing one day that God will give me a cordless mic. Yeah. You hear it? Yeah. You hear it? Recently, I was listening to a message. You know, and he said, ah, I'm believing one day that God will make it possible for me to travel around the countries and the nations of the world to preach at crusades. I'm praying, I'm believing God. Is there? That is rain. Yeah, it's for us. The rain of the Macarius. 100 books. 100 books. Huh? It's there. Recently, they reduced it to, I think, 350 Ghana cities or something. Did you hear about it? Huh? No, no, no. The, the Macarius, the, 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 the 60. Yeah, the old one. I think it came to 350 or something. You were rather buying chicken. December, you bought chicken three. I could call 
Now one we hear to we don't soon Jimmy dear in fact. Say yeah and one yang we are sitting here. How are you, my darling? It's good to see you. Eh? Now, Michelle, chicks are Christmas way. I better wear you and your coffee. When you're in our Macarius. Books on the anointing. Books on leadership. Eh? Books on shepherding. Books on loyalty. Different books. That's the ring. Videos. And a German. Charisma. These are all prepared Rings, podcasts, Ugalizo, the crusade messages, Bosco, the pastors' conferences, eh? compiled the podcasts, everything. These are all rings. Rings. Plenty. 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 Flow prayer meetings. Flow church. These are all rings. Now, also, there are cheaper than flow prayer meeting. Flow prayer meeting. Now, if I say that, I will say flow prayer meeting. Serious, and God says, Go back, give me NLT, one of these ones. Quickly, brother. Verse 7 When the ground soaks up the rain, that falls on it and bears a good crop for the farmer, it has the blessing of God. Those, those of you who are in full time ministry, that we are building steel cathedrals. Building 10 by 30, uh, 12 by 30, 15 by 35. All this. Do you understand it? 9 by 18. Plenty. Everywhere. Everywhere. Eh? I mean, the people have not seen such big buildings before. Even I hear they say that it belongs to Prophet Abofo. Abofo, I'm sorry. Abofo. Yes. Look, these are rains. Oh. These are rains. Rise up. Rise up and become fruitful. Rise up and become fruitful. Rise up. This, the rain has come. Office block. It is not for the production of apatashi. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. Listen, God says, if you do that, you receive his blessing. Continue. But if I feel best testicles and tongues, it is useless. Hey. It is useless. Huh? The farmer will condemn that field and bend it. John chapter 15 and verse 4. What did Jesus say? John chapter 16 and verse 4. 15 verse 4. Remain in me and I'll remain in you. Is that verse 4? Huh? Abide in me and I in you as a branch cannot bear fruit of it itself except it abide in a vine. No more can ye except you abide in me. Verse 6. Verse 6. Verse 6. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is weeded. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burnt. The same thing. God is saying the same thing. God is saying, look at me. God is saying for the education that he has helped you to get, he expects you to give something back. That is why you should have no problem in giving offerings and giving your tithe. Because he helped you to get the university admission. And when you went, you met so many people, we smokers, people, students were mad, but you are not mad. Even the, the, the we you, you smoke some, but he preserved you. Sleeping with girls on the floor. Girls that you don't know. You did some. Hook up. I hear another something called hook up. It's the latest thing that I've heard. The people go on Facebook, I don't know whether Facebook or Instagram, they don't know themselves. They meet themselves. You know, a guy and a lady, they meet themselves, they go and hook up and sleep together. Yeah? People here, that's what you do. And this girl or this boy with syphilis or HIV or something, God still protected and had mercy on you. Do you understand it? The reign of God's mercy. The reign of God's deliverance. The reign of God's protection. And God is saying that for that, for that you must bear fruit. Huh? And God said, I'm giving one more year. Give me one more year. You know, your father is blessed. It's God's reigns. No, it's the reign of God. 
His blessing has affected you. Yeah. When other people don't know what to eat. When it rains, they have to stand up of a bucket. You no problem. It's rain. For the ground or the rain that received the earth that received the rain and bears fruit for the one who planted shall receive a blessing. But if it brings forth bread and wheat, eh? Look at it. Next verse. Verse 8. But that which beareth thorns. Give us simple NIV NLT. But if a field bears testers or thorns, it is useless. The farmer will condemn that field and burn it. Hello? Are you here? Yeah. Abishab is very wild. Very dangerous. Eh? Very dangerous. It's very wild. Bishop Nasi. It's frightening. It's frightening. We take so many things for granted. Bantama Church for the reign of a nice cathedral. Nice cathedral. Ceiling. Motion ceiling. More light. Be 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 be. Yeah, if you are crossing by, you say more light. Be be. Speakers are saying some more car park. Eh? We must. This church must be a church of thousands of thousands. That's what God is expecting. So all the pastors here. All the shepherds here, all the workers here, that's what God is expecting. Nice towels. How many of you can understand what God is saying? So God has come seeking for food from the earth. From the earth. The earth stands for the natural things that we have been enjoying. Number three, I come seeking for food from my son. How many sons and daughters of God are here? Can I see your hand? Yes. For being a son and a daughter, God is expecting eh, food from you. Yeah. You know, I, I consciously educate and teach my children on things. In recent times, I have my mother with me. My, my wife's mother is also with us, you know. And I care, you know, for my mother. And I'll tell, I'll tell, I'll tell the children, have you seen what I'm doing? Do the same thing to us. See, I come to sit by her. I'm so busy. But when I get and sit by her, I can sit by her one hour, two hours, stroking her hair, talking to her, laughing with her. 
caring for her, saying, she needs this. Please, let's get it for her. And I tell them, that's what you're supposed to do. Learn it. I teach them. Yes. Because they are receiving rain. They are receiving rain. It must not be in vain. I'm expecting now rain, school fees, school fees, food, accommodation. When they are vacated, I thought I'm free. So, no, we have to pay the rent before we leave. Otherwise, somebody will take it. This is our rain. Eh? Yeah. Now, Genesis chapter 26, 27. And it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim, so that he could not see, he called Esau his eldest son and said unto him, My son. And he said unto him, Behold, here am I. And he said, Behold, now I am old. I know not the day of my death. Now therefore take, I pray thee, thy weapons, thy quiver and thy bow, and go out to the field and take me some venison. And make me savory meat such as I love. And bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless thee before I die. And Rebecca heard when Isaac spoke to Esau his son. And Esau went to the field to hunt for venison and to bring it. And Rebecca spoke unto Jacob, her son, saying, Behold, I heard thy father speak unto Esau, thy brother, saying, Bring me venison and make me savory meat that I may eat and bless thee before the Lord, before the Lord, bless thee before the Lord, before my death. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I command thee. Go now to the flock and fetch me from thence two good kids of the goats, and I will take them savory, and I will make them savory meat for thy father, such as he loved it. And thou shalt bring it to thy father, that he may eat, and that he may bless thee before his death. And Jacob said to Rebekah his mother, Behold, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I'm a smooth man. My father, peradventure, will fill me, and I shall seem to him as a deceiver, and I shall bring a curse upon me, and not a blessing. And his mother said unto him, Upon me be thy curse, my son, only obey my voice, and go fetch me them. And she went and fetched and brought them to his mother. And his mother made savory meat, such as his father loved. And Rebekah took goodly raiment of her elder son, Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them upon Jacob, her younger son. And she put the skins of the kids of the goats upon his hands and upon the smooth of his face, of his neck. And she gave the savory meat and the bread which she had prepared unto the hand of her son Jacob. And he came unto his father and said, My father, and he said, Here I am. Who art thou, my son? And Jacob said unto his father, I'm Esau, thy firstborn. Are you sure? I've done according as thy bidest me. Are you sure? 
Arise, I pray thee, sit and eat of my venison, that thy soul may bless me. And Isaac said unto his son, How is it that thou hast found it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the Lord thy God brought it to me. Are you sure? And Isaac said unto Jacob, Come near, I pray thee that I may feel thee, my son, whether thou be my very son Esau or not. Those who pretend. And Jacob went near unto his, as Isaac, his father, and he felt me and said, The voice is Jacob's voice. You can't deceive fathers. But the hands are the hands of Esau. You can deceive them sometimes. <laughs> and he discerned him not, because his hands were hairy, as his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. And he said, Are thou my very son Esau? And he said, I am. And he said, bring it near to me and I'll eat of my son's venison that my soul may bless thee. And he brought it near to him and he did eat. And he brought him wine and he drank. And his father Isaac said unto him, come near and kiss me, my son. And he came there and kissed him and he smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him. And he began to say so many things. Watch this. God has come seeking for fruit from sons and daughters. How many sons and daughters are here? Yes. But watch this. Watch this. You are a son and you are a daughter. And God is looking for fruit from you. And you have brought the fruit. Isaac wanted savory meat. And Jacob brought it. And Isaac wanted to eat. And Jacob brought it and he ate. And he ate. But what did he eat? He said, go to the field, take your weapon, and kill an animal there. Bushmeat. Bring it. Let me eat it. Jacob brought meat for Isaac to eat. But what type of meat did he eat? It was a meat of deception. It was meat of lying. Dishonesty dishonesty. There are sons and daughters that said they are bringing fruit to God. But you are a liar. You are a deceiver. You see, Isaac was not expecting deceit and lying. In fact, Jacob said to the mother, careful, careful now, I can be cursed. I can be cursed. I can be cursed. Many of us in our serving of God, how we say we are serving God is deception. It's a deception. Yeah. You are a lay pastor. You say you don't have time for the church. Are you sure? Are you sure? 
You don't have time for the church. Eh? You don't have time for you don't care for the sheep. You abandon them. You go for days, minding your own business, building your own life, and yet you are called a pastor. You are called a pastor. You are called a pastor. No, you are pastoring, but are you really pastoring? Are you really doing the work? You know, the, I say, are you sure, sure, sure you are my son? How did you get this so quickly? How, how did you, because the whole week you have not prayed, you have not shocking messages, you have come Sunday with a book, you are teaching us. How did you get a message? You don't have a message. You just pick a book from the shelf and you have opened. And you are reading points to us. So what we are telling us is not in you. It's as I'm preaching to you. You can feel it. It's not from here. Now take the book and go through. Everything I'm saying, you find it there. And more. Lay pastors, many of you have changed. Yeah. No, you have changed. Be honest with yourself. Your zeal is no more. Your heart is gone. Yeah. Even now you have become very sensitive. So we are careful with you. Hey, hey, hey. No. So he's not doing it. Please, don't, don't say anything. Because we don't want him to go. First we could blast you. We could face you. And you smile and say, you know, yeah. Bishop Charles, I won't do that again. Please, you kneel down. Please, I'm sorry. You send a test. Yeah. Now you can look at Bishop Charles and say, look, this is all that I can do. No, you say you are a shepherd. But, but, but are you bearing the fruit of a shepherd? And the fruit that you have as a shepherd, are they the real fruit? Couldn't you have born more if you actually were dedicated to it? Where are the Basenta outreaches that you are supposed to do on Saturdays? Where is the Basenta meetings that you are supposed to go? Gather the five people and teach them your pastor's message. And then Sunday, organize them and bring them to church. No, you organize friends in the area. You organize your business. You organize girls to go and sleep with them on the beach. And when you are in Kumasi, to get the beach, you have to go to Cape Coast or Accra. Because there's no beach here. But when it comes to God, say there's no time. You need merit. So for Yamio and Merino. Yeah. Hello. Jeremiah chapter 48 from verse 10. 
Blessed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. Give us versions, 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 versions. Cursed be those who refuse to do the work of God, to do the work the Lord has given them. Huh? Message. Sloppy work in God's name is cursed. Sloppy. No shabby, no energy, nothing. Yes? I want you to kill the Moabites. Ah. And if you let them escape, I'll put a curse on you. Ah. A curse on him who is lax in doing God's work. Do you understand it? Now look at me. You see, the whole thing that was wrong with Jacob was that he brought the meat. So as the old man was eating, and he was blind. Oh. And he really ate. Oh. He really ate. But what was he eating? What was the fruit that he has brought? Deception. Lies. Lies. You bring your Bacenta bus empty. Five people in an Evan bus. You take a Splinter bus that can take 22 people. Do you understand? You are coming for your pastor to top you up with 400 Ghana cities. And there are three adults and then five children. meeting. Shepherd! What we're having, we have been having, are we still praying? We are finished. Eh? Don't think about it. Don't think about it. We are praying. Shepherd! Pastor! For the whole two weeks, only two weeks? Two weeks. You came two times. No, but you see, you said that, no, something, you know, something, something, are you sure? Is it the old man? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? God is asking, are you sure? But remember that you say we're a shepherd. Remember that you say we're a pastor. Remember that you say you're a full-time pastor. Yeah. Those of you who say you're full-time pastors. Really? Really? Are you sure? your full-time ministry, I will show you my full-time ministry. (laughs) You bring your full-time ministry. I will bring you my full-time ministry. I'm going to talk to nine full-time, 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 full-time. Huh? Yeah. Since Monday or so, so many things. Hey, having convention, praying, having 
meetings at the highest levels. Writing a book. We finished almost midnight last night. Drove home. Slept after I think 1 a.m. or so. By 5 or so, I was up. Driving, trying to beat traffic to come in. I'm here. When I land, straight back, I'm not even passing. Early tomorrow morning, I'm going to preach in one of the branches. Close before I actually go to church. Finish preaching. Have meetings. Preach in training service one, training service two. Have other meetings. Say you're a full-time pastor. Many so-called full-time pastors, you are deceiving yourself. But that is why you have the food that you have. And not until you become a real full-time pastor, your ministry will be the way it is. And don't rise up one day and come and tell that we should give you $12 million. (laughs) For your failure. For your failure. And your laziness. We should give you $12 million. Sao Jimenaya Eban. Can you me adjoin for Chevron? What's it there? Twelve there. So called are full time pastors. And you see, when you see full time pastors who are real full time, you also see them. They are fruits. Yeah. Recently, you know, on uh, some full time, uh, some Bible school uh, uh, page, they started talking. I finished Bible school. We are like beggars. Many of us. So, people, their own colleagues descended there. They said, Say, I'm a beggar. Say, I am a beggar. Then they told us, I'm not a beggar. I have a church. I built my house, I have a school, I have a car, I'm married, I'm happy. We are, we are all in the Bible school. Yeah. They said, we, we were all in the Bible school. Yeah. It is about what you have done with your life. I'm going to show it to you very soon. Yeah. Four time passes. Anybody who has been a full-time for seven years, five years, ten years, by now, you should be struggle-free. And it is not about where your church is. You see, when Bishop Ogo and Bishop Kakra came to where our church is, they said, what type of place is this? Prophet Kaka sent me a test this morning. He said, I was honored to come to Mount Zion, the church in the wilderness. The whole place is dark. Dark. When you go off the main road, 
you can't go anywhere. When it rains, people's houses are flooded. Everywhere is muddy. People who are idol worshippers, sorceries, juju men. One time, a juju man in an area stopped one of our pastors and friends and said, Don't come here because they are started by sentence and people were following him to church. Yeah, that is where we are. And Prophet Kaka looked at me and said, He said, It takes the power of God to turn such a place into a city of God. Then he said, no man can do these things except God is with you. It's not about where you are. When Jesus went into the wilderness, they followed him there. Yeah. 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 The vultures, the eagles will gather. If you turn yourself into carcass, it doesn't matter where you are. The vultures will locate you. The eagles will locate you and they will descend it. We are having full-time pastors do you understand it? who are not carcasses. Yeah. Matthew 24, 28. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. The eagles have not gathered where you are because you are not a carcass. You don't smell in a certain way. Yeah. Do you understand it? Your members don't feed on you in a certain way. Sit down. No, the son brought food. As the old man was eating, as the old man was eating, very happy and all that, not knowing that the food was deception. Lies! Go back. Jeremiah uh, 48 verse 10. Cursed. Yes. Be he that do the work of the Lord deceitfully. Deceitfully. And cursed be he that keepeth back his sword from blood. What does that mean? The sword you are supposed to use it to kill. So when you are supposed to kill and you are standing there and you are not killing, they are coming to kill us. You are cursed. It also means that you could have done more of the potential that you have. So much has been invested in you. But what you are producing is not a reflection of the abilities that you have. You could sacrifice more. Shepherd, 
you could sacrifice more. Have a lay pastor, very fruitful. He does his own business. He will travel Monday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. By Thursday, he's back. Lay pastor, come to do ministry. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday, he's in church. Monday, he's off. Consistently. It's one of the most fruitful lay pastors there. And you should see how God has blessed him. Eh? No, no, the fruit that we are bearing, God is saying, are you sure? Remember how many times Isaac asked him, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? So the tithe that you have been given, are you sure? No, your tithe. What you are giving as your tithe, God is as an issue. No, you have bought tithe. That's what tithe you have brought. And your pastor is very happy. But God, who knows everything, is asking, Are you sure? So, oh, now we can back one for bear 120,000. What's the one? Will a man rob God? Eh? How many of you can understand the word of God? How many sons and daughters are here? But God is saying that. Are you sure? Are you sure about the fruit? Pastor Ampadu, are you sure? Yele, yele, can we get lay pastors today who can build a 300 member church? This were common by the grace of God in our ministries. The Bishop O'Goes, the Bishop Steves, do you understand it? Yeah. And the Bishop Richards, the Bishop Joels, the Bishop Intervals, in our time. In our time. Eh? Do you understand it? The, the Sakumono church. Okay. God used me to build that church into a large congregation as a lay pastor. I was there for seven years, five years as a lay pastor. And during the lay pastor period, eh, I bought land. I bought 12 plots of land. Yeah, I bought four, two, six, and another six. And the second says, took us to court. Because somebody encroached on it. And as a lay pastor, I stood up as a lay pastor and was in court for three years on behalf of the church. Every time they called the case, I was there. And the court was packed with my church members for three years. That is how we did lay ministry. Yeah. We were working on the land. Land guard went to see some Kululu CID, came to arrest my pastor, put him on counter back. When I heard it, 
I went there. I went there. Yes. And when I got there, I don't know whether it was inspector or sergeant or so, said, when I arrived, they said, the pastor, this is the pastor of the church. He said, ha! He's the pastor we have been looking for. Then he turned to, the other way, a corporal, or they said, he said, this is the pastor. Lock him. Add him to the, uh, the counter bag. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, corporal or whatever. He looked at me like that and stood. After about five minutes, the man said, I, I told you, lock the man. So I asked the man that lock who? Hey, myself came. I said, lock who? Me. It was not easy. Face him. Face all of them. Face all of them. Then, you know, his rear boss, you know, whatever, came out. When he came, I added him. You see, you see, when David stood before King Saul, and he said he would fight Goliath, King Saul said, give me your credentials. He said, the other time I was looking after my father's sheep. And the lion can say, I told him, Mr. Lion, please, no problem, put it down. Have your peace. Have my peace. He said, no, okay. He said, I slew him, I caught him and slew him. His friend, the bear came, I added him. Yeah. Hey, shepherd or anointing. I'm talking about say, a lay pastor. Then I said, Suddenly, I said, who is the commander of this police station? They showed me his office. When I went, he was not there. I was lingering there when I saw a nice officer. He was an ASP. Young, nice officer. I was told as a commander. So I said, what, 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 what type of people do you have here? He said, he said Doc, come, sit down. What's the distance? I explained he said, please, I beg you. I beg you. Sit down. He called a guy. Hey, shh. By the point, look, that case, the guy we're dealing with was a notorious landguard with a lot of connections. He will go to BNI. When he goes to BNI, I go to BNI. He'll go to CID headquarters. When he goes, I'll go there. Everywhere. After three years, God gave us victory in court. We won the case. That is the land that Prophet now has built the new cathedral and then the car park. When we finished, the landlord died, his lawyer died, and this guy said to prophet the landlord, he said look in this Ghana I'm not afraid of anybody I want you to know there's only one person I'm afraid of that was prophet who told me he said that reverend in devil that reverend in devil no no no, no. the man is too much 
Yeah. I went to the director's CID because his people have done Kululu and taken us to court without even the knowledge of the commander. I wrote a petition. I said, you better clean up your hearts. Otherwise, I'm taking you up. The director John C. I was sitting in his office. Your lay ministry that you are doing. Your lay ministry, there's no passion. There's no there's no energy. There's no strength. A head job, but door. Shepherd can cry a bow. Who shepherd and a pa? We are going to friend. We are going I see a baby jaro. Who shepherd? Who mommy? I see a baby jaro. I see a baby nyano. Shepherd Odro. And then you are sorry. We are expecting you to wake up at six six thirty. Go round, mobilize your people. Shepherd Odro. Nine o'clock. I saw the sun say nine eight thirty. Nine. I feel deception, dishonesty in your service to God. You can do more. You can do more. How many of you believe that you can do more? Can I? Can you? Yes, you can do more. Excuses. Excuses. I can't come, but you can come. I can't go, but you can go. You can. You can. Where are the hardened, God-loving, anointed lay pastors that we have? Where are they? Hardened. Eh? As a lay pastor, I was sent around, I think, five or six different places. Go here, go here, go here, go here, go here. Yeah. I would employ locum doctors for my hospital, go to Archbishop's Church in Tamale, go and preach. Prophet used to bring me here. When I come, you know, Suswanchi. Uh, Bekwai, Asante Bekwai, some other places. Eh? Where, where did I nearly die? Eh? Patasi. 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 <laughs> but it was a small congregation, is that not it? Yeah. And that's Dr. Arisen, the one in Tamale. Yes, that's you. Small congregation. The power of God just fell there. Nobody could stand, including myself. This one put me in his car, carried me. Just carried me. We didn't finish the service. Nobody could stand. Put me in his car, carried me to his house. I don't even know when I came back to my senses. And I was a lay pastor. See this guy sitting down here. 
Projection. Projection. The mass scripture. It takes two days. Archbishop, please can I find the scripture? Of what help and good can that be? So, so you see, you have to upgrade yourself. Find out, how can I do it better? How can I do it? And you can, you can learn it. You can learn it. You can. So I call Bishop Joshua. I say, Bishop Joshua, you know, can I bring this person for training? Can you release these people to come and help us? Train us. You have to keep on learning. What you don't learn, you never know. No matter how old you are. You don't know something just because of the age. No, some of you have been flying a lot. You fly up and up and up and down. How the plane moves, do you know? You don't know. Which someone about that? Where you are now? Yes, land. I do not be a baby so be a tea of city. How many can understand the word of God? God has come seeking food from you. God has come seeking food from the earth. All the things that he has done. Because of that, he has best fruits. And as a son and a daughter, God has come seeking for food. Give him the correct fruit. Give him the correct fruit. Don't give him fruit of deception. Many of you so-called full-time pastors, and you sleep, watch TV, you know the series, part one, part two, part three, part twenty-one. You know all. Yeah. And you see, you can be a full-time pastor. I remember that, you know, maybe, I don't know whether we did it last year, probably 2021, 2019, 2021. I used to bring full-timers, come, be with us for about two weeks, learn, you know, and all that. Do you see? See someone that you invite them, they won't come. You know, when you are a full-time person in a certain town, the reality is that you may not know how to, what to do with your time. Be- because me, my time is more than 24 hours based on what I do. Yeah. But you can be there. You don't know what to do. As a full-time person. Honestly. So you have to seek advice. You have to seek advice. But you can only seek advice when you want to bear a certain type of fruit. And you have a certain type of passion and desire. Can I have an amen? amen? How many of you are here? Eh? Stand to your feet. Lift up your hands. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Lift up your hands, everybody. Pray.
Kabaka de Rebehadaba, Rabalo Seke de Rebeando Sidanaba. Lift up your voice, pray somebody. Lika Bako Shadanaba, pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost. Rabadana Bako Shagadanaba. Lipa Papa Konemehanama Zagadabaha, Rege Begondesha, Rapapa Konamahadanaba de Adanaba, Rakapa Koshadanaba. Don't be quiet, lift up your voice and pray in the Holy Ghost. Rapa Koning in Yataha, Rapa Kondagade de Bidababa, Rege Peko Shagadaba, Rapantanini Mikapa, Rebecca Bago Zagade de Viata. Rapa Rapa Pakani Maha, Rapa Dege Deve Nanababa, Rapa Pani Maha, Elima Kondo Lobo Shabrada, Rapa Papa Papa, Rapa Nimaha, Yika Papa, Ali Maha, Rapa Tonde, Raka Pakonda Nabade, Rapa Nanabanaba, Ali Papa Pakada, Rapa Papa Papa, Ali Maha Nibra Nibrada, Aleko Pakada Nababa. Father, make us fruitful. Rapa Dada Baba, Ali Baba, when we come with fruits, Rapa Tani Nibiaba, Ali Baba Baba, Ali Koshadaba, Ali Bakani Baha, Ali Rado Sadaba, Aika Baba Baba, Ia Pakodomose, Rekebe. Yes, Lord. Ale Bobo Sagadaba, Ali Bradadi Anada, Ali Papa Papa, Aye Kanada Masata. Please be seated. Two types of fruits that God is expecting. Number one, the fruit of churches. The fruits of churches. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Now listen. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. Look at it. So God wants you to produce churches. Let up the right hand. Say God wants me to produce churches. Amen. So we must produce more churches this year. Okay, the mega church. Yes. Convener. Yes. Bishops. Yes. More churches this year. More churches. He said, and I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell 
shall not prevail against it. What Jesus is building is his church. And what you and I must give our lives to to build is the church of God. I was asking the Lord, so what should I use my life to do? He said, build my church. Use your life to build my church. Listen to me. The church is the greatest thing. Yeah. The church is the salt of the world. The church is the light of the world. Matthew 5, 13, 14. The church is the pillar and the ground of the truth. The church means people are saved, rescued, Hello? Eh? Yes. And the church is where two or three are gathered. So, but center is a church. Center is a church. Branches are, are churches. Cathedrals are churches. So, this year, the mega church, God is expecting more gatherings to be taught. The church is gatherings to be taught. We must gather more people at different places and teach them the word of God. That is a fruit that God is expecting. So many of you who have been around for a while, okay, must be released to go and start churches. Either a center or a center or a branch church do you understand? Or whatever. Yes. Very important. We must fill the Ashanti region with churches. That must be our aim. That is why prophet made us to create the mega church. The mega church was part of you know the AA denomination in Accra. And Prophet said, no, the Ashanti region itself is very big. Yeah. Let's have a whole denomination there. Yeah. So there will be a focus. That's right. That's right. And let's build a new headquarters. Amen. Which you know, he's helping us to do right now. Right now. As we are talking right now. By the time we finish, I don't know whether there can be anything as big as that here in this city. Do you understand it? The church is what Jesus is building. The church is what Jesus is building. He's not building your business, he's not building your marriage, your relationships, your schooling, your education. No, that's not what Jesus is doing. Jesus is building the church. The salvation of souls, the gathering of souls to be taught. And getting them ready to go to heaven. So I know you are building your education. Add church to it. Building your business. Add church to it. Building your school. Add church to it. Building your hostel. 
add church to it. Everybody here, add the building of a church to your life. Show me your business and show me your church. Show me your, your, your makeup shop and show me your, your, your bar center or your center. Show me your saloon and show me your branches. From the lay churches, we must have other lay churches. We must produce the older lay pastors. We must produce people who are also starting churches like we have done. Show me your fishing net and show me also your branch. Show me your hair uh, cut barbering shop. By the way, be careful what you say about your barbering shop. Because one guy wrote his barbering shop say here we cut head. <laughs> Nobody will come there. You don't cut head. You cut, you cut hair. It's a difference. So Jimmy and I brought for can you know? And can I see hair and head a different. Oh, that, that's what he wrote. Nice. But, so nobody was going there. Because say here we cut head. How do you treat you? Ah, Porsche. Is that doctor? Ah, okay. Wow. How many of you are going to give yourself to building churches? Churches. And I've said that Basenta is a church. Do you understand it? So, one of the churches that we are going to build is Basenta Church. Basenta Church. Where two or three are gathered, Jesus said, I'll be there. So, we must have more Basentas. Yeah. Everybody here who is not a pastor must be a Basenta leader or a center leader. Center leaders oversee several centers. Zonal leader, a certain big area. Regional director, a whole region. Branch pastor, you are pastoring, you are starting and pastoring a stand-alone branch that on Sunday does not come to the cathedral. Now, but I want you to look at something that Jesus said. He said, and I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, I'll build my church. Now watch this. So Jesus is building his church, but Jesus is looking for people who are rock. Rock talks about strength and stability. So for us to build a church of God, we must have stability and strength in the church.
Stability. That is why loyalty is important. So the teaching on loyalty must fill the churches. And we must raise up loyal people. Yeah. And teach against those who pretend. Those who accuse you. Those who are proud. Dangerous sons. Those who forget. Those who leave you. Those who are offended. Those who are proud. One of you is a devil. We must preach. Why? 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 Because we need stability. All these people, they destabilize the church. They all destabilize the church. John Wesley said that it is a mistake to build a church and not defend it. You must defend the church. And the messages on loyalty and loyalty, they defend the church. They protect the church. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The reason why by the grace of God, the UD has become what expanded spread is this. We have defended it. And even that we have had our own fair share of orangus. Let alone if we have not. There are many churches that the founders don't want to go and start another branch. No. Yeah. I know a church, a huge church. Sundays, they gather thousands. The pastor brings them from two hours away, three hours away, buses, brings them. He doesn't do branching because of that. He's afraid. Brings everybody. Brings them from far and near. Oh, Pastor Prince, is that not it? Yes. Yeah. That is good. But when you set up a brand church, you have created a light in that community. And when you create another one, light. So the more branches, the more light. Because the light shineth in the darkness. And the darkness comprehended. No, that's what Jesus said. They are teaching you. So listen. Be here and be here properly. Amen. Yeah. Be stable. Okay. Listen. We have a beautiful church. Yes. Yes. We have a wonderful family. Yes. No, are we perfect? No. God no. has started like perfect. No. We are not perfect. Yeah. One time I had somebody leave our church and go to another church. So, oh, he has left here, go, went here, very happy, you know, whatever. Okay. Until I met somebody who's somebody. It's in that church. And that's somebody in that church. It's not happy with the church at all. No, because that's how it is. When we get to heaven, we'll be happy. But here, we are serving God with our faults, our mistakes, our weaknesses.
Now I look at you, but center leader. Your pastor is very happy with you. You bring people to church all the time. And so once a while, fornication kakradi na. Last year, from March to December 23rd, we didn't do anything. 24th night. Well, when you buy. By 2050, you mobilize people for the Christmas service. Don't think about it, President. Don't think about what can we cry. Look, that's what I'm saying. We are not saying that we are a perfect church. But it's a great church. And we love ourselves. It's a beautiful church. Many churches are learning from us. Many churches want to be like this church. I can tell you that for free. I'm blessed to interact with so many church leaders at very high levels. You wonder. You wonder. So listen. Jesus is building his church. He wants strength and stability. So, Nukrani said, stabilize us on there. And then, Charlie, we'll do with you. That one, we love you, but we'll do with you. Yeah? So sometimes you wonder, that, ah, now, uh, yes, because we are trying to destabilize the church. We need stability. And we need strength. Receive strength to build a church. Receive strength to build a church. Don't be a weakling. Jesus said of John the Baptist, why do you went there? What did you see? What did you see? What did you see? Eh? Somebody just tossed up and down like that. No, 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 no. And be strong in your conviction about what you are doing. So that's the first fruit. The second fruit that God is expecting this year is the fruit of soul winning. The fruit of soul winning. The fruit of soul winning. That is what Jesus has sent us to go and do. The Great Commission. Matthew 28. 18 to 20. Is that not so? Mark 16. 15. Luke 24. From 45 going. John 20, 21. Acts 1, 8. In all 
all these places. He said, go and make disciples. Now listen to me, mega church. Give me a wave. If we don't win souls, our churches will finish. Our churches will finish. Yeah. We must be relentless in our soul winning activities. Many people are not saved in the communities, in the towns. They are not. They don't know Jesus. You know, when we went to our call to go and start the church, unless we were shocked that the people didn't understand church at all. And they didn't know about church. The church world was out of their purview. The first time, you know, I was bringing a speaker, Reverend Dr. Ampia Kofi. We were very happy. We did flies. We went to the community. They don't know him. They didn't know him. We were bringing Archbishop Duncan Williams. So Archbishop was there. Said, no, no. Don't know him. No, no, no. No. Can you imagine that? When people started come to church, when they arrive, they rather go and stay in the washrooms. Be there. The ladies are dressing, the guys are taking selfies. Hey. When we did nice toilets, that's where we saw things. Eh? The 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 listen, the system. Well, be a system. So. Hey, the tea rose. Yeah, the five is sewer. Within one hour, because about or now I'm telling you, praise were you there? Hey, I am saying that there are people who don't know Christ. Who we will deceive ourselves if we think that the people are saved. We should expand. We should go further. We should go further. Every church should go further. Every cathedral should go further. Amen. That is why we are going to Tikrum. That's right. And very soon, God is going to raise a big light. Amen. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus Christ? Achumako for you. Are you still there? I'm telling you. So this year, let's take these two things very seriously. The fruit of churches. The fruit of soul winning. And I'm expecting convener and the bishop to rise up and lead us. And lead us into that. That by the end of this year, 
we have had more churches, more souls won. Hallelujah. Now, loss of food bearing. The loss of fruitfulness. Jesus outlines these laws in John chapter 15. Hallelujah. John chapter 15, we are reading from verse one, verses 1 to 8. I am the true vine. Stand to your feet, everybody. Let's stand a little. It's good for you. I am the true vine, and my father is a husbandman. Every branch in me. That better, maybe we should read it together. Start from verse 1. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Everybody ready? Yes. John 15 from verse 1. One go. I am, I am the true vine, and my father is a husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth no fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth fruit. Now you are clean. To the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abided in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is weeded, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burnt. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Clap your hands for yourselves. Now, in this passage of scripture, Jesus outlines the laws of fruitfulness. Law number one. Jesus' first law of fruitfulness. Fruitless Christians will be taken away. Fruitless Christians will be taken away. John chapter 15 verse 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. This law means that you'll be removed from the higher realms of ministry when you do not bear fruit. 
This law means that, you see, look, those of you who are full-time pastors and all that, as others have become bishops and others are becoming bishops, why are you not becoming a bishop? Because to become a bishop, you must have food. You must be successful churches. Have a good income. Be involved in church building. Have branches. Have works. So others are doing it. Why are you not doing it? That's why you're not going higher. So it's not by, you know, they like this one or they like this one. The fruits. The fruits. This law means that you'll be taken away from the front line of ministry when you do not bear the fruits expected. Yeah. So this says we are ready to remove bishops. We are no more a bishop. We are reverend. We are ready to remove pastors. We are no more a pastor. You are a shepherd. Yeah. Last year we had a meeting. Earlier on, we want some people. Charlie, you must set up. Otherwise, from pastor, you are becoming a uh, minister shepherd because they still pastor branches. Yeah. Yeah. When the time we call us one, two, three, four, pastor to minister shepherd. Yeah. So this is what I'm preaching as a minister shepherd. Hello? Hi. Eh? Yeah? Are you guys around? Yes. But you look very tired. Yes. Oh, we have not closed at all. You're bored to say meeting. Hey. And your secret prayer is say, Oh, I read my bishop on Jojo. So I pray. It doesn't work. Because my craft is going to say, I'm introduction for bed three hours. I'm going to say, Endure hardness as a good soldier of the law. I am a soldier in the army of the Oh, come on. Come on. Ah, is that how soldiers listen? And if I pass, he will rise again in the army. And if I such a force in the army of the Lord, he will rise again in the army. I am a soldier.
because so No, 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 we have to show the devil that we are soldiers. I am a soldier. In the army of the Lord, I am a soldier. In the army, I am a soldier. I think that the drama is not helping us. Drama, no. Jimmy Kakra Okay. I am a soldier. sent back into the secular world if you do not bear the fruit expected. That is why now we lay off full-time pastors. Yeah. Oh yeah, why not? The one more Juma, if you don't perform, they keep you there. Huh? Eh? Performance targets. For Mike, Mike, yeah. How many years? Eh? About twenty years. About twenty years. Yes, We are worker. Tell us. Go ahead. You have a target to meet. If it is a bank, you have a target number of customers that you must meet. It's like a center. You must maybe every week seven people. No, no, you know, tell us what to know what happens in the circular world. Your experience. Yeah, that, that's the circular world. So if you, you have a target, at the end of the month, you are paid according to your target. Yeah. 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 So whatever target, if they give you 100 and you are not able to achieve, it means you, you, you don't qualify. You, you take a certain basic yeah. money. And if, it if it continues like that, I mean, I was in production. You have 200 tons to produce every day. Yeah, whether machine runs or it doesn't run, you must make sure the machine is running. If there's a problem, you must correct it. Your 200 tons must be done at the end of the day. No excuses. 
And you say you are a full-time pastor. You are a full-time pastor. Do you understand it? Eh? On Sundays, your income is 25 Ghana cities. Full-time pastor. Your salary is 2,500. 2,200. At the end of the of the month, your whole income, your whole income is 300 Ghana cities. 500 Ghana cities. The church rents a house for you and pays 500, 300 every month. Do, do you get it? So the church is spending like uh, 3,000 or 2,000 on you every month and then you are bringing in 400. Now, who should fund you? Whose money should be used? I want you to answer that question. To be used to look after you. It doesn't happen anywhere. Now, one of the reasons why you know, many of our full-time pastors have not done well. And then they also remember and complain because they have not worked in the secular world before. Yeah. See, this one came from the secular after 20 years. You understand? He will appreciate everything that the church does. We have rented a place for him. Who rents a place for you? You have to use your style to go and rent a place for yourself. Oh? Do I rent a place for you? No. No way. Give you salary, allowance, two hundred. Yeah. So listen. After some time, yani yakasa we have full time. Maybe be able to do it, masa. Masa yani. What is the use of a mind that cannot change? Kope lebi na bawai. Yeah. So now, oh, cry. Cry. Yeah. 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 In the circular world, your salary, then they take part to pay your snakes. Huh? Yeah. We don't do that. And your taxes. Yeah. We don't do that. We give you your money. Then we ourselves pay the slate and everything for you. Wow. Yeah. Obviously, now five years, 27 members, full timer. Now only 25 members, only four. Hey. Your personal children is about 40% of the membership. When your children get diarrhea, they don't come to church. They affect the church. No, we have a lot of uh, full-time pastors like that. Lazy. Lazy. They don't learn. Yeah, some of them are here. They don't learn. Oh, where I am. It's not where you are. I said it is not where you are. Where there is a carcass. 
the eagles and the vultures in Ghana. See, we built expensive buildings. When you go, the goats. The goats are more than your members. And we should continue to fund you. The church is not UN. Yeah. So those of who are full-time pastors, there are people here doing full-time ministry. Uh, they are no more. They are not lay, lay pastors. Yes. And every year we are says. Our church is governed properly. Yes. We are not, you know, a church that is sharply governed. Otherwise, we'll not be here. Otherwise, you will not be standing in a beautiful church like this. Otherwise, you will not have an archbishop dedicated to the ministry. And the founder of the church is not an archbishop. No, you think about it. I know that he's dead. He's alive. He's a bishop. He has installed an archbishop. Because a certain type of work must be done. And must be done by people in the office of an archbishop. It's not arbitrarily. No. Wow. Now it's okay. Arbitrary and I can wow and chess. Me mean it's arbitrary and one chess. Break it down. I want to first part. I want to come first. Say, okay. What's the one chance? I'm one chance. I'll cry. I'm one Who are these people outside? Who are they? Are they part? But what about the, the stage? What is going on? What? You can't command the people. Sorry? And uh, they have chairs. They are coming to breathe. And then, okay. That's why we are building Tikro. How many of you are happy that we are building Tikro? Because meetings like this will be going to Tikro. Free and from all space. When people come to our church out of Paco, that's what they like. It's a space. When I want me to throw nice church. Yeah. Hello? Yeah? Yes. Go back to lay ministry. That, that's look. Jesus, reading to you the, the words of Jesus. Law number one. Jesus' first law of fruitful. Fruitless Christians will be taken away. Christian. A pastor is first and foremost a, a, a Christian. Yeah. It should not be that lay pastors have bigger churches than full time pastors. It should not be. It should not be. It should not be that a lay pastor who spends eight hours chasing other things, by the time he comes very tired, we really appreciate our lay pastors. Yeah. Clap your hands for our lay pastors. Yeah. We really appreciate them. Yeah. You are an embarrassment of a full time pastor that a lay pastor has more sheep. You are an embarrassment. You are a fake full-time pastor. I'm telling you. A fake full-time pastor. 
You don't deserve to be called a full-time pastor. Twenty-four hours. That's all you do. I always tell my uh, full-time person: twenty-four hours. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Twenty-four hours. A full-time pastor must pray nothing less than seven hours every day. Three a.m. to ten a.m. You're in your room praying, being close to God. You should see them. They can't be in the room for two hours. Phone calls every time. YouTube. YouTube something. Instagram. TikTok. Put your leg on your wife. You take a picture of TikTok. How does that help you? You and wife are kissing. TikTok. How does that help you? Yeah, sorry. You want to say 23 people. For five years. This law also means that you will die prematurely if you do not bear the expected fruits. Indeed, the lack of fruit in your life could mean the end of your life. Yes. 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 Ministers have been taken away. But they didn't bear the fruit. Yeah. I always say that honestly, me, I'm not afraid to die. That's honest too. No, 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 at all. That because of that own travel or no, no, at all. My concern is so if I open my eyes and I'm standing before the Lord. Hey, what will he say? Then he points and says, have you seen this region? All those people there. You were supposed... Hey! I don't want to say I want to go back. Where's the lady? Sing it. I'll see the 
to those who shine like the stars and receive crowns. I hope I never say I regret the way I lived. I hope I never say. Please let me go back. I don't wanna stay. Can I go back to do some more? I don't wanna see. I wanna go back. I don't wanna see. I wanna go back. I don't wanna see. I wanna go back. Hallelujah! Clap your hands for the Lord. Hallelujah. This law means that you may die suddenly or you may die slowly because you are not bearing the appropriate fruits. Fruitless Christians shall be taken away. That's, that's the words of Jesus. See, that, that's my worry. Not that's for dying. Look, let me tell you something. What are the people who have died? So many around you. They are going to be afraid of death and you will never sleep. That should not be your destiny. When we get there, you must also believe that heaven is a better place. Tomorrow, Muni, beloved, and they be on Bompire say, You say, Yes, you are always postponing his coming. And then you are not getting a beloved too. Brother, you are 38 years now. Why are those brothers? Worrying our sisters. Receive your marriage this year. Number two. Number two. Sit down. Sit down. Jesus' second law of fruitfulness. Of fruitfulness. Fruitful Christians will be purged to make them bear more fruit. Fruitful Christians will be purged to make them bear more fruit. John 15, 2. Every branch that bears fruit, he purged it that it may bring forth more fruit. Expect purging because you are bearing some good fruits. Paging is a semi-violent process in which unwanted qualities and conditions are removed. Paging is often abrupt and sometimes violent. When you are paged, it means you are forced to expel, eject, clear out, dismiss, discharge, eradicate, and exclude something from your life. Many events in our lives are actually paging processes. Suffering through crisis and troubles has a way of clearing out unwanted attitudes, qualities, and conditions from your life. A marriage may purge you of unwanted pride. A job may purge you of your arrogance. An experience and a relationship may purge you of foolishness. 
I cannot tell you what the pageant experience in your life will be like, but you must expect pageant as part of your Christian experience. Every fruit-bearing tree needs to be purged of something. Amen. Amen. Now listen. So one of the reasons why some things will happen to you is because you are bearing fruit. In the past two, three years or whatever, whatever we have gone through as a church, it's because we are bearing fruit. Nobody bothers about people who are not doing anything. Did you know that you can be in a class with somebody for four years in university and you will not take notice of the person? And nobody knows that they were in the class. They don't say anything. They are quiet. They don't contribute. I mean, nothing. Yeah, but there are some people who take notice of them. They help with tutorials. They help in organizing the courses. They do something. And they are the people that people will insult or say you are too known or say because the person is doing something. Pastor, relax. It's because you are bearing fruit. Yeah. When you go to the area to visit your sheep, they say that you are coming after the girls in your area. I got understand. It's because you are bearing fruit. If you don't follow those ladies up and establish them in the church, okay, do not enter the kingdom. You shouldn't let that bother you. There is pain in ministry. There is pain. It takes suffering. God will let you go through things. God will allow you to go through things to make you more fruitful, mm. to make you more humble, to make you more humble. Yeah. He will remove certain things away from you. Do you understand it? Yeah. Is that what the farmers do? Yeah, cocoa farmers. You say they have to remove some of the branches. Do you see? They, 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 they say that there must be more erection. Yeah. So that the, the cocoa trees will bear much fruit. Yeah. Purging. Allow the Lord to purge you. Allow the Lord to purge you. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Do you get it? Yes. So allow the Lord to remove certain things from you. Pride. He has to kill your pride. He has to kill your pride and your arrogance and your pomposity. Hmm? How many of you are here? And he will use anything. He will use anything. Yeah. I've gone through so many things. Yeah. So many unpleasant things have happened to me. One time the Lord told me, I allowed you to go through them. 
He said, I allowed you to go through them. Yeah. If you take our prophet, those of you who think, ah, so how come they always, you know, something about him, whatever. Yeah. Now, just for a second, pretend that you are Satan. Will you like this man? Not if you are a second. One thousandth of a second. Just pretend. Would you like a man that what Satan hates is churches. That there will be a church. A thriving church. A church will be planted. A church will be built. He doesn't like it at all. This is a man that the only thing he wants to do is to plant churches. He is diametrically opposed to Satan. Eh? Satan doesn't like people going around to preach at all. If people are going around to sell watches, he's very happy. Dokuno is very happy. Chinam, very happy. Cars, very happy. But that people should go around to preach the gospel. Satan doesn't like it at all. At all. This is a man that is all that. When he meets you, go and preach. Will you like him? How many of you understand what I'm talking about? You have to understand it. So there are a lot of pastors who are not hearing anything about them because they are doing nothing. Many pastors have reduced their ministry to what they can get to eat. It's finished. Yeah. Once they can get something small and a little often to look after themselves. That's, That's ministry. They are not thinking of going to plant a church in New Edubiasi or above four or somewhere going to raise up people. No, 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 not at all. At all. Yeah. Satan is very comfortable with such pastors and ministers, fanning them to sleep. Yeah. I mean, how many people have not asked that? What do people do in the church? What do you people do in the church? What do you people do in the church? Yeah? What do you people do? And that's why their churches are empty. Empty. 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Church, churches are closed. Yeah? Hallelujah. May the Lord grant you the grace to go through any pageant that he's taking you through so that you bear much fruit. Clap your hands for the Lord. Number three. Jesus' third law of fruitfulness. Cleanness and purity are needed for fruit bearing. Cleanness and purity are needed for fruit Bearing. You see, God requires for you to be clean and pure so that you can bear much fruit. But how many of you know that we are not clean and pure? How many of you know that? I got what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Eh? Yeah. So what we need is faith in the word of God. So he says, verse 3, John 15, 3, now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. So as we expose ourselves to the word of God and have faith in it, we can, we can serve God and bear fruit. And the word of God cleans us, changes us, transforms us. That is why you must expose your word to the, to yourself to the word of God. Shepherds, pastors, read your Bible. Have your quiet time. Have your quiet time. Read the Bible. In this church, we believe in reading the Bible. Yes. You hear some fools say that, oh, they are only told to read the books of their uh, pastor. Now, if you speak like that, you just came. Yeah. The book Quiet Time mm. was written maybe some, some 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Where we were taught, there was a whole camp yes. where we were taught yeah. how to study the word of God. How to create the atmosphere for quiet time. Eh? Yes. Choose a practical and regular time which will help you. Go away from the presence of men. Create an atmosphere of worship. Yes. How to have your quiet time. Choose a book. We talk, how to choose a book? You can take a book in the Bible and study small, small. Or you can choose uh, somebody's life, like Joshua or you know David, and, and, and study. Just, or you can use any of these devotionals. Yeah. We are taught that read a little and meditate on it. Yes. We explain what meditation means. Think about it soberly and ask yourself questions. What can I do? What is this scripture saying? What is it not saying? We're taught. You just came. You are a fool. You are a fool to say that we we just, you know, we are just told to take, you know. I say you are a fool and you have not been here. And you are saying what? Either what you don't know or you you know the truth but you are twisting it. You are twisting it. That makes you a liar. And liars don't go to heaven. Yeah. If you want a church that believes in scriptures, scriptures, it is us. Yeah, I don't know why you came. Okay. We are the people that, okay, were taught. At least if you don't know scriptures, there are some must know scriptures. Eh? John 1.12, you should know it. John 3.3. John 3.16. 
John 3.17. You must know it. Romans 3.23. Romans 6.23. You must know them. Must know. And there's a whole book. So I said, book, 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 book. Yeah. We have been taught to study the Bible. Yeah. And then when you take the book, the book is full of scriptures. Scriptures. Well, I may buy your points. No, my more scripture points. When you subscribe, bro. You know, listen to me. Don't be deceived by such things. Yeah. Release your dogs to back when you hear such nonsense. You are looking for a Bible studying, a Bible believing, a Bible loving church. Huh? Oh, this is a church. You know, when you sit with the prophet and he start to talk, okay, he said, he said, let me show you a scripture. Yeah. He'll take his phone right now. Yeah. Let me show you a scripture. Yeah. Very common. Let me show you a scripture. Always. Always. Yes, Charlie, I came across a certain scripture. Let me show it to you. For more than 30 years. Listen to our pastors and our bishops preaching. You hear scriptures. Scriptures. Yeah? Scriptures. Do you understand it? Yes. And why do we preach from the books? Why? Nobody was sent who was not told what to say. Jonah, go and preach the preaching which I bid thee. When the prophets stood up, what did they say? That said the Lord. When Hezekiah was told, prepare because you are about to go. Okay? And he turned his face to crown to the Lord. The prophet of God. Who was that guy? Eh? Isaiah, yeah, I think so, had left. I said, go back, go back and go and tell him that I've added 50 more years. Jesus gathered 12 people and sent them Matthew chapter 10. Look at it. Matthew chapter 10 from verse 5. Quickly. And when he had called these 12, Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not unto the world of the Gentiles, into the city of the Samaritans, enter ye not. Quickly. But go rather to the Lordship of the house of Israel. Yes. And as you go. And as you go. 
He didn't say just go. He didn't just say go. But as you go, preach. Now watch. Preach what? Say. Say. The kingdom of God is at hand. He gave them what to preach. Luke chapter 24 from verse 45. Luke 24 from verse 45. 24 from verse 45. Then open he the understanding that he might understand the scriptures. And he said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. Watch this. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Verse 48. And ye are witnesses of this. So he was saying that you are witnesses of this. When you go, preach about repentance and remission. Nobody was sent who was not told what to say. The ministry we are in is not our ministry. God called our father and gave me a ministry. We are partakers of his ministry. So as helpers, when we are going, he tells us when you go, when you go there, say it this way. That's why we teach from the books. That's how I stood here with this book in my hands. I barely even open and read from it. Yes, and here, man, a shah. Yes, and yes, it becomes your message. It becomes your message. But when it doesn't become your message, so. You don't study it. You don't meditate. Eh? If I show you a book that I'm preaching from, all right, you wonder whether I'm trying to write another book. Mm-hmm. By the side, mm-hmm. notes, scriptures, other examples. Yeah. Now, when I was in medical school, when were you in medical school? So you be preaching to the church, and when I was you, whoa, who BC seven years ago up to today, social uh, studies, Odeka, math Odeka, English Odeka, what's the name of school? Eh? I hear go home. So listen, don't listen to, you know, Jonas on it. Yeah. Anybody who has built a successful church, that's what they do. Dr. Cho, his people, you know, they preach what he preaches. The same message. It is one flock of one shepherd. 
one flock of one shepherd. On a Sunday morning, prophet should arrive in this church and stand here to preach. Then from here, go to Asukwa, then go to Atosu. Yeah, and go to Tukrum, and go to Aidras. How can it be? So it's okay. Bishop Nasib, be at Atosu. What I will have said, I've taught you. Stand there and say the same thing to them. Amen. When Jesus was sharing about bearing fruit, he spoke about cleanness, purity, and holiness. Without removing tongues, testers, and wheats, plants will never grow and will never bear the fruits they are expected to bear. Without holiness, you cannot see God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Follow peace of all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. As Jesus spoke of bearing fruit, I'm sure the disciples were thinking to themselves, we are not good enough to be used by the Lord for such great works. How many of you have the same feeling that we are not good enough? Yeah. They were certainly not holy, holy men, because they all betrayed Christ. But Jesus reassured them that they were made clean by listening to his words. No one is good enough and no one will ever qualify. You are clean by believing in the word of God that comes to you. We are justified by faith. It is not time to go around establishing your own righteousness. It is time to believe when God calls you. You are made clean by believing in the very call of God on your life. If God has called you, you are clean by the call and the word that is spoken to you. If the call of God was based on a person's moral qualities and purity, I assure you, few people will ever qualify. Notice how Peter made this clear. Made it clear that he was not a holy or a powerful person. Acts chapter 13 and verse 12. After they have healed the man who had been lame, okay, from his uh, birth. Acts chapter 3 and verse 12. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? Indeed, if you are looking for intrinsic holiness and righteousness, you will not even be able to read the Bible because most of the people who read the Bible, who wrote the Bible, has serious moral blemishes. When Abraham believed in God's call, he was clean by the word that was spoken to him. Because he believed the word, it was counted to him as righteousness. You know, Abraham, he lied. Yeah, when they took his wife, says, My sister. I'm not saying you should lie, but I say Abraham lied. And the Bible says that Elijah was a man of like passion like us. And then feelings near the anonymous whoop. David saw somebody's wife, lusted after her, called her, committed adultery with her, killed her, the husband. And yet God called him a man after my own heart. Listen, don't let the things that have troubled you have gone through in the past and all that discourage you. Amen. 
For he has made us to be righteous. Who knew no sin? Amen. That we might be called the righteousness of God in him. 2 Corinthians 15 to 1. Hello? I'm not saying do bad things. No. In the ministry, if you do that, God cannot use you. You will not bear fruit. You yourself, you see it. You see. You see it. Yeah. One time I saw somebody's ministry collapsing. And I sensed in my spirit that the person was doing some things. Yeah. When I was the person, said no, but I sensed. I sense. Yeah. And I have the spirit of God. Yeah. But you see, sometimes even your past haunts you. So, me, I can't be a shepherd. The 17 abortion I committed. No, wherefore, if any man be in Christ, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, everything is new. You are new. Satan, you can say what you are saying, but the blood of Jesus has washed me. And I'm new. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord for that? Yeah. And if you believe in the word of God and you study the word of God, the things that are holding you back, they will all fall away. No, they will all fall away. Yeah. Nanka first, Nanka, fornication, drinking, apatashi, weed, near dear debia, sincere, by the grace of Goni Nako, I can we are every week be our shaker crust. I keep on reading the word of God. I still keep on doing the Basanta week. Kakakra. Ebeko. I can't gin kakra shop and pass. to be every day. So you see, every two weeks. Oh, keep on studying the word of God. Keep on exposing yourself to the word of God. You are clean, Jesus said, by the words that I speak to you. Yeah. I want to say, first thank our boys. Seven. <laughs> Last year by March, I got two. <laughs> Boy, be in there. Say, one who count me now. And then sugar daddy be in the earphone say. On one or shanka crack, every week be our mom, no, no, momo, near day. Yeah. Then December 12th, when it's up upon the Aka, this boy. So you keep on reading the Bible. Yes. I used to sleep with him every day since December 17th. 
So I'm saying, I'm running real paper conference. You don't even know what happened. Upon some to me, how you? I'm not a paper about conference, but near GC. No, foul fee. Do you see? No, sir, Joanna Okra. This we knew her time, um, they're fine, pa. No, sir, just I didn't suffer for team. I want to also. Since in the night, what Susa Raho, but God is helping you. And I prophesy to you that you fulfill your ministry. You are clean by the West. Have faith in the word of God. was as Orangu as Judas. And actually, all of them, they all betrayed Christ. All that they repented quickly. Yes. But see, Judas, no other years can on town find home mom. So he used to be far away all the time. It was actually part of them. They were encouraging you know, yeah. And Peter, who denied Christ clearly, clearly, vehemently, three times, he's the one that Jesus said, Upon this rock, I'll build my church. God is amazing. I prophesy into your life that God is going to use you to do great things. In spite of what you are going through and what you are going through, I say, God is going to use you to do great things. You are clean. By the words that I speak to you. Sit down. We are talking about the laws of fruitfulness. What is the first law? What is the first law? First law. Unfruitful, fruitless Christians what? will be taken away. Second law, fruitful Christians will be purged to make them do what? Bear more fruit. Third law, cleanness and purity are needed for, be- for bearing fruit or fruit bearing. Number four. Jesus' fourth law of fruitfulness. Closeness is needed for fruit bearing. Closeness. Yes. Closeness. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. I'm the vine, ye are the branches. It is a law that closeness is required for fruitfulness. A couple cannot bear fruit until they become very close. A married couple cannot have children until their sexual organs become very close. This law cannot be broken. Spiritually speaking, people cannot bear fruit until they become close to God and close to the people whom they are supposed to be close to. Very important. Yeah. 
Listen, in the ministry, to bear fruit, you have to be close to God. You have to marry the Lord. You have to marry the Lord. You have to be close to God. You have to be close to God. Many shepherds, many pastors, many bishops are not close to God. Yeah. Yeah. And close to the people that God has placed over you. You know, for example, when you look at our full-time pastors, missionaries, and the rest. The formula for failure is very simple. The formula for failure is, number one, lack of communication. Those who don't communicate. Totally. I mean, they are, I've trained so many of the Bible students. Sometimes I see some of them have forgotten their name. And I even have, not that I've forgotten, but I've even forgotten that such a person actually exists. And they, they exist on somewhere doing church. Wow. They don't communicate. Yeah. They don't. And communication makes you close. And often the reason why they don't communicate is that they are doing something wrong. So they don't want to come close. But I see, then you are not blessed. Jesus said, okay, the, the apostle uh, John says, 1 John 1, 7, if we are in the light, as he is in the light, so he's in the light, Jesus is in the light, if we also step in the light, we have fellowship with him. And through the fellowship, we'll be blessed. Huh? But if we walk in the light, as he's in the light, so he that is in the light, he's in the light. We have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So, 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 so it's his sin and not doing the wrong thing. Sometimes not even sin, but not doing the wrong, the right thing. Keeps full-time pastors and missionaries away from their bishops and the overseers and their senior pastors. It's true. It's true. Because I don't hear from you. If I have to recommend people, I'll not recommend you. Why would I recommend you? What do I know about you? <laughs> I won't. What do I know about you? But there are people today that I know everything. Yes. Eh? Yeah. Does God know you? Jesus said, some people will come to say, I, I never knew you. I healed in your name. I cast out devils. So you. Angels, long go here from here. Who is this guy? How can you work under your bishop? He doesn't know you. Eh? Yeah, full-time pastors, you know, and even lay pastors. From time to time, you go to, uh, if you are working under Bishop Charles, even Sunday, leave it. Let your assistant preach. Come. Yeah. Jessica, I want to come and be with you. Yeah. I want to see how the choir sings, how the ashes work, how this house. I want to sit with you when we are doing counseling. I want to see 
how you go about it, how you take offerings. If you do that one, two, three, you realize things affect you. Far shall grassy be far. And your wife is unspiritual. Can only give birth. Unspiritual sucking the ladies from the church. Quarrel of everybody. Your wife has quarrel of everybody. All the ladies in the church. The choir director, the praise and worship, they have all stopped. And they used to pay the tithes. That's why your, your offerings, look at it. And you don't have the leadership skill to rise up, to correct her. Huh? Yeah. Sign up, uh, full time pastors. Huh? Do I know you? No. Do I know you? No. When you started, you used to communicate a lot. Stop. Same thing. Stop. I don't know you. This one, zero. This one, zero. This one, zero. Yeah? But I was part of the people who took a decision to send him to where you are. What's the name of the place? Yes. Where? Yes. No, but there's a name attached to it. Yes. Yeah, this one, zero. This one, I've stopped. No, I told him. I stopped. If I had to hear for him, so we have sent cement. I told him. I told him. Yes. This one, yes. And we're able to, because, you know, then we can correct him. The foolishness there. We can correct. This one, yes. Coffee? Zero. This one, it has reduced. Yeah, about 30% now. This one, zero. Yeah. Yeah. I brought steel to your place in Suta. That's it. It's finished. Travel to Insuta. Sit down. You just came. <laughs> Look at it all. These are people that I trained. But I can give you another batch of people. They are bishops. They are bishops. Yeah. All becoming bishops. Adam Morrison, Nobosin, Raphael, Asian, all of these people. It's clear. Yeah. Yeah. I would do here. I was here about twelve million dollars. Jimmy said twelve million dollars. Can you imagine that? Insult you very well. Now twelve million can you see a damn Why shouldn't we expand this church? We should give this one to the children and then, you know, use Arunanti. Do you know Arunanti? It's not every revelation that you know. To build a bigger, a bigger church. Sit down. Eh? Yeah? And knowing not just your face, your marriage, 
your life inputs openness, transparency. A man and a woman get the sign, they go to the room, open it, move everything. Yeah, there's virtually nothing about my life that my pastor, the prophet, doesn't know. Yeah, it's been 30 years, virtually nothing. Closeness. When you are close, you'll be advised. You'll be advised. When you are sent to go and do the ministry, you are given a map and a mobile phone. Some people go, they leave the mobile phone and then they take the map. The map is the direction to where we sent you. But you have left the mobile phone with which you should be communicating. But do you know what? Even as we have taken the map and you are going, actually we have changed the direction where you should go. And we have been trying to call you. But because you left the mobile phone, we can't even reach you. So sometimes you say, the person is there, land, zero. Building project. We don't even remember that you are there. Hello? Closeness. Closeness. So as you have come, Abofor, who sent you to Abofor? How did you come to Abofor? It's amazing, no? Yeah. So what about you? Why Trump here? Only assembly men in it. I'm going to Sit down. Are you blessed? How many of you realize that God is speaking to us? I come seeking for fruit. That's our, our, our sermon. Closeness is an important spiritual quality to attain. The closer you are to the fire, the warmer you will feel. Mm. I've noticed that people who are far from the anointing rarely bear much fruit. There's something called spiritual distance. Jesus said to someone, you are not far from the kingdom. Mark 12, 34. Obviously, he was not telling the man that he was 20 kilometers from the kingdom of God. He was telling the man that in the spirit, he was not far from the kingdom. If a person can be spiritually near the kingdom, then he can also be spiritually far from the kingdom. It is important to be spiritually close the vine is supposed to be in the branches and the branches are supposed to be in the vine for fruit to be born. The closer you get to God, the closer you are to the anointing, the closer you are to the anointed, the closer you will be to bearing fruit. 
How can a man be close to God? Very simple. Draw nigh to God and you draw nigh to you. James 4, 8. When you take time to draw nigh to God, he will draw nigh to you. People who take time to go and wait on the Lord experience the beauty of his presence. A person who has the presence of God with him is usually bearing much fruit. Spend time. And you see, you say you are a pastor. Huh? Say you are a pastor. You don't pray. Lay pastors, many of you don't pray. A lay pastor must pray at least two hours every day. Lay pastors. Oh, yeah. Pastor, what's that, Bonzo? Two hours. Yes. I used to pray a lot as a lay pastor. I used to drink coffee. In fact, I drank coffee to pray in the night as a lay pastor and it affected my stomach. And I stopped. Yeah. Every time a public holiday was coming, I would time it. And I would go and hide. As a lay pastor, I would take time off work and go and hide at Abokobi Women's Presby uh, uh, Center. Monday to Friday. Those days, we didn't have CDs. We had tapes. We didn't have books. I had an auto uh, reverse. This, I'll take it. Yeah, the mega church and all that. Yeah. I'll pray from about 5 a.m. to 4. And I'll get out. Go and eat. Listen to the news to about 7. I'll go back and pray from 8 p.m. to about midnight. Now sleep. Lay pastor. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning, I take my car. Come in. Yeah. Yeah. As a full-time pastor, oh, I can be there for 18 hours. For days, I'm there 14 hours. Days, I'm in the room. Trying to be close to God. I'm trying to be close to God. I'm trying to be close to God. You say, prophet is your father. What did Jesus say? He said, the son can of his own do nothing. John 5, 19. Except that which he said the father do. Okay. Ministry would have been very simple to, if you have seen and listened to what the father says. I learned how to pray for long hours when I heard the prophet say he prays for long hours. Yeah. And I hear him say, before I come for a prayer meeting at 4 a.m., I've, I've woken up and prayed. How many of you have been hearing him saying that? He said, he said, he said my, my Bluetooth speaker, I've been, I've been listening to things before. So I can be in the house. He said, I can be in the house. There, all alone. Ministry is prayer. Peter said, It is not meant for us to serve tables. Choose some men. As for us, we'll give ourselves to the ministry of the word and to pray. And when they did that, the number of the disciples multiplied. It was as Peter was waiting upon the Lord 
that he changed a direction of his ministry. That gave him a mega church. He was limited to the Jews, but this time he was open to the Gentiles. Bishops, okay, we are not above prayer. What I say about a bishop, a bishop, you know, that name, title, try and don't be deceived by it. A full-time pastor. People should be saying, ah, so far now shall come. So far now shall come. You should not be seen. They don't see you. They see you at special occasions. Look at you. A year beer. When I was bumpy. And so what? Draw me close to you. Never, Never let me go. I lay it all down again. To hear you say that I am your friend.
are supposed to be in the vine for fruit to be born. The closer you get to God, the closer you are to the anointing. The closer you, you are to the anointed, the closer you will be to bearing fruit. Hallelujah. Number five, Jesus' law of fruitfulness, the, Jesus' fifth law of fruitfulness, abiding in Christ is essential for fruitfulness. Abiding. Staying in Christ. Stay. You see, some of you, you are in and out, 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 in and out. Okay? You are a shepherd, but you are not in church. You go three months, then you come. Abide. Stay. To abide means to stay. To stay. Stay around after church. Stay around after church. Eh? John 15, 5. He that he that abided in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Hallelujah. Amen. Stay in church. How many of you want to be anointed? 
And for God to use you. Stay in church. Just stay in church. You, you just, after church, just be around. Breathe in the anointing around. Interact with your pastor. Interact with other believers. Be part of the meetings. Yeah. Before you realize you are, you are changed. That, that's how we're brought up. Today, you can't gather shepherds for a shepherd's meeting. In our churches. They won't stay. They have disappeared. They are like smoke. They are gone. Listen to me. It's destroying you. You are not deep in God. You are not deep. Your roots are shallow. You are not abiding. Yeah. Don't let us destroy the ancient foundations upon which this church has been built. It is your time. Listen to me, young people. It is your time. It is your time for you to add on to this church. Don't destroy it. And pastors, pastors, okay, let's pass on. Let's pass on our sufferings, our sacrifices to them. You know, a good, a good father okay, or a good mother knows that this medicine is bitter. As the child is shaking the head and no, men, no, men, no, shaking the head, crying and screaming, but the temperature is 39. That child is about to convulse and going to coma and die. I get what I'm saying. A good mother eh, will say, hold the head. Hold the nose. Hold the nose. Open the mouth. After 45 minutes, fever is down. Child is alive. I feel that the pastors are said we have become tired. Yeah. They won't get that. Okay. But the pastor now will break. Yeah. But see, there are so many things. You can let them watch videos. Powerful videos. Yeah. Sometimes in our training sessions, we are watching this video. Powerful. Last Sunday, you know, I made them to watch an impartation video. Okay. I was not even able to be in the meeting. When I first started getting test message, from unassuming shepherds, Bishop, the message has changed my life. You see, Pastor, that's why you must know where the things are. You must, all, you must have all the collections, impartation services, eh? uh, uh, shepherd services, Overcomers, uh, services, unquenchable, fire, services. Do you understand it? Different and the things that are there. Yes. Yes. How many of you are still here? Huh? Yeah. The hard training that we went through, we should not deny them. Because they don't want to. Sometimes we must use wisdom. So recently I looked at it and said, you see, where our church is, the reality is that in the evenings, it's very challenging to be there. There are no cars, you know, and all that. So I realized genuinely there are some group of people that I need to help them. So I've grouped the shepherds into two. Younger ones. Because the Bible said, 
David led the sheep tenderly. The principle of leading the sheep tenderly. Try, try to differentiate among the sheep. So this, I told them, we started last week, three to five. And I said, after five, the buses are there. Sitting there. Go. Then the matured ones, I told them, we, we are here. We stayed. We stayed in the church. You should see people who say they are in IPTP. After church, they are going home. Informal pastoral training. You want to become a pastor. Just by staying in the church is part of your training. During our time, the announcement was IPTP meeting Tuesdays. It will come on after the service. My batch, myself, Bishop Kakra, Bishop Steve, eh, uh, Bishop Sam, Bishop Hamish, uh, Archbishop, you know, and some others. Yeah. Uh, Apostle Kinsley Jesse, maybe Kinsley Tete, some other people. At the end of the service, it was called waiting ministry. Wait, we have dispatched our wives and our children. Lingering in the church. If you're feeling sleepy, sleep. When the time comes, wake you up. Whatever. Prophet Kakra and Bishop Brian will drive Tuesday after church from Kumasi. Bishop Hamish and uh, Bishop uh, Adumbano from Takwari arriving for that meeting. And the meeting, Prophet will be up there having meetings. Not that he's asleep. When we say you, are, you should wait, it's not that we are asleep. So, as of no more than almost in India. No. Yeah. Then they say the meeting is starting. One AM. It will go to about three, four AM. Yeah. Sometimes I'll come from duty from Kolebu, be part of the meeting. In the morning I have to go back. So straight to work. Yeah. I've not slept much. But who has woes? Who has contentions? Who has redness of eyes? Who has wounds that are not healing? It is they that tarry long at the wine. And as we tarried and tarried and tarried, Unknowing to us, we changed. Yeah. We're transformed into powerful shepherds, powerful pastors. Yeah? Anointed. When we're released to go and start churches, we grew churches. 200, 300, 500. Those type of size of churches were common. Archbishop started all the churches. By the time he was leaving Tamale, he has planted like what, 65 or more churches. 
110 churches. Most of the time, you were, you were there for, before you came for full time ministry, how many years were you there? Seven years before you became full time. Yeah, Bishop Richard started the, the branches in England many years as a, as a lead pastor. Bishop Joel. Free of charge. I Bishop used to invite me to Tamale. At a point I had an design patrol. A crazy one. <laughs> I think 5.7 Bibisa. What was that kind of Utias on a patrol? At I used to feel like three times going and three times come. Free of charge. And the lepers, I was here, mom, we tie allowance. Catch us what Jimmy Pa, Jimmy, Jimmy, me, can you imagine? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What as I hear, Anka, you are. Mr. Tia! Unti your gravity. Why are you obeying? Yeah. And I thank God for our lay pastors in Kumasi. I really admire you guys, the older ones. Yeah. They've done it for years. Faithful. Is it what I'm coming to? One of the reasons I feel happy is because of the older lay pastors. I always feel very happy when I see them. Yeah. They've really, really labored faithfully, been around. Yeah. Always had a good attitude. Always. Yeah. Yeah. This one, I don't know where he went. Stand up. One time, I don't know where he went. I don't know whether we're going to preach or went somewhere. He broke, had, had an accident, broke his legs. Where are you going to preach? You're going to drop pastor's wife after church. Or shepherding. If you call Buna now, police in lay pastor, police in the estopo, no, a boss, to talk about you want to resign from Lemis? Sorry, I resign. I will Jimmy na abani. See, na me kaya me adun fancy wat. Why not a lay pastor when you had your troubles? Eh? Eh? It was in Koko when we Santa by the land. Um, yes. build, we're building the Koko lay pastor. Yes. I, was I'm late, I was a late pastor by then. And I was using my one of my brand new pickups. And I was going to supervise the work at uh, in Koko. Sorry. Yes, in Koko. And then I had the accident on the road. A tanker knocked me on the road. 
And I, I almost died. Some angels took me out of the car and took me to the hospital, removed the bottles. The car was condemned. I couldn't use the car again. Yeah. Lay pastor. I was a lay pastor at that time. Yeah. Oh. And, and the church didn't replace the car. Yeah. 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 But you see, that is why today when we are building, it's one of our main bishops who built. Yeah. See, yesterday, Prophet Kaka is playing something. I was so blessed. He quoted the scripture that in all labor there's profit. This uh, Prophet uh, 14. Then he explained that people think that profit is always money. But profit is not always money. Profit is gain or a skill that you get and all that. So he was explaining that sometimes you even work for free. They don't pay you. But there is profit in that. And he explained that for example through that work you get a skill. And that skill may even become your source of livelihood. I have a, a guy who helps with my, med- my media, you know, things. He does videoing, you know, camera work and all that. From Kualikono. He's built me. He didn't do anything. Now that is a business that he does. Now that is a source of income. Sometimes even go, so these days you can even go for four weeks. We are, we are, we are not even seeing having programs you know, so as he was learning doing it in church free of charge, it was still in every labor there is profit. So Prophet Kaka yesterday was saying that if you understand it that way, if you are sitting down here and don't have a job, go and look for somebody and say, I want to work for you free. For free. Don't pay me anything. Are you getting that? Because whatever you are doing, you are acquiring something. Even some of you don't know how to work. To wake up and bath and pray and go to office at the right time. You must learn it. And when you go to the office to sit there, not sleep, but work uh, and, and close and close and come back. You, see, you must learn that thing. It organizes your life. Because there are some of you here. I said, oh, sorry, I was sorry. And one. When I make you see, I hear you, I know what you see, oh, you have a demonstration. I know what you say. One and none. Anything I sisters, I'm not because they have seen you. Now, about, say, Julie, you came up. Oh, you came Now, oh, 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 I hear you gone. So abide. Abide in the Lord. Eh? Stay. Stay in the Lord. Stay in the Lord. Amen. Number six. Okay. Oh, let me read a bit of this for you. Abiding in Christ means staying in God. So many people are in and out of God. Today, their hearts are committed. Tomorrow, they are not committed. It is important to stay committed. If you have been a Christian for three continuous years, I believe you are abiding in Christ. As you abide in him and he abides in you, you will bear much fruit. The longer you stay in God, the more fruitful you become. 
It is easier to bear fruit after staying in God for some time. If God has called you, stay with your conviction and do not waver. The longer you abide in your conviction, and then those of you in full-time ministry, see, the ministry is very long. Don't give up easily. Yeah. Yeah, don't give up easily. Sometimes your ministry is like Chinese bamboo. Wait for five years when you plant, okay, and you water, but you don't see anything. Yeah. But within a matter of weeks, after five years, it just grows to about 19 feet or something. Yes. May your ministry be like Chinese bamboo. Any pastor whose ministry has stagnated for a long time will release that anointing upon your life. Will release that anointing upon your life. May your ministry begin to grow. May your church begin to grow like Chinese bamboo. Receive the Chinese bamboo anointing in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands for the Lord. The longer you abide in your convictions, the more fruitful you'll be. Experienced long-standing pastors who have been abiding in Christ are able to generate a larger church much faster than a young, inexperienced pastor. This is because they have been abiding in Christ much longer. You know, the, the current church that, by the grace of God, I'm pastoring, grew much faster than the Colorado church. It grew much faster. Because I've been abiding. And I believe that if I move to another place, that one will be faster than this one. Because you are buying. Huh? Do you understand it? Yeah? Hmm. Number six. Jesus' sixth law of fruitfulness. Jesus' sixth law of fruitfulness. Slow deterioration and withering is a sign of those who no longer bear fruit. Slow deterioration and withering is a sign of those who no, no longer bear fruit. John fifteen six. If a man abide not in me, he is cut forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burnt. Withering is a process where you change gradually. You lose luster. Bishops, let's watch out for that. Pastors, let's watch out for that. You lose luster. You lose the freshness. You decay and change and deteriorate. If you look closely at many once famous ministries, you will notice a slight withering and decaying in many of them. It takes a trained eye to notice withering when it is happening. Withering is a very important feature to watch out for and to look out for. Withering is a sign that fruitfulness has ended. Withering is a sign that the presence is gone. Withering is also a sign that people are not abiding in God as they used to. Withering is a sign that the presence of God is no longer there. The more spiritual you are, the more you notice withering in pastors and even in ordinary Christians. You know, somehow, whether this choir sings well or not, 
or the cow grows or not, you don't really get too bothered. Whether shepherd services come or not, or you don't, you know, and all that. That's withering. Whether by, by centers, you know, are working or not, you don't seem to be. You know, that's withering. Deterioration. It is a sign that you are losing your fruitfulness. Yeah? It's a sign. Eh? Even in couples, in couples, you see, you are just there. Things are changing. You don't talk much now. You don't flow much now. You don't spend much time. Things are changing. Huh? It affects the marriage. Yeah. Affects the relationship. Pastors, you, you, you don't pray as often as you used to. Or as much as you used to. You don't read the Bible as much as. I mean, you used to wait upon God a lot. You know, you know one time, I've forgotten the year, but suddenly it occurred to me that, ah, I don't wait on God as much as I used to. Yes. And you see, it was in the midst of a lot of activities. Yeah. And I realized, I know, things were not working well, even in the ministry. I said, hey, I'm back. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and renew every spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart. Up your hands and tell you, Oh, cast me not away from that presence of God and take the Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy. Lord, renew our spirit. Receive a new energy. Receive freshness. Lift up your hands and speak in the Holy Ghost and say, Lord, freshen me. Freshen me. Strengthen me one more time. Lift up your voice and speak in the Holy Spirit. Speak in the Holy Spirit. Remove every weakening. Yes, Lord. Freshness, 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 Lord. 
I receive strength, Lord. Strength, Lord. Strength, Lord. Strength, Lord. Freshness, Lord. Holy Spirit, we need freshness. Lift up your hands and pray. Yes, Lord. Ask God to refresh you. Refresh us, Lord. Renew your strength. Renew your strength, Lord. Renew my strength, Lord. Renew strength, Lord. For your word, Lord. For the word, Lord. My love for your word. My love for prayer. My love for fasting and prayer. My love for outreach, visitation, my center work, pastoring, preaching, serving you, winning souls, gathering souls, serving you, reading books. Help me, help me. Lift up your hands, everybody. Clap your hands and pray. 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 Renew my struggle for you. Renew my love for you. In the name of Jesus. My love for outreach. My love for pastoring. My love for shepherding. My love for my center work. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and pray. And let your voice be heard tonight. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. And you see the call, and 
Jesus' name. Please be seated. We'll be taking a break soon. Number seven. Jesus' seventh law of fruitfulness. Fruit bearers are guaranteed answers to their prayers. Can I have an amen? amen. Fruit bearers are guaranteed answers to their prayers. John 15, 7. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. While Jesus was speaking about bearing fruit, he guaranteed answers to prayers. When you are into fruit bearing, you can expect guaranteed answers to your prayers. Even we, who are evil, do not respond favorably to our rebellious children. When a child is disobedient, you are less likely to give your good things to that child. Do you think God gives his good things to rebellious children? Certainly not. He gives his good things to those who are obedient and who bear good fruit. Indeed, if you abide in him, you can expect to receive a hundred percent answers to your prayers. Fruitful believers are not likely to ask for necessary things. If you look at Paul, one of the most fruitful apostles, you notice how he prayed for the spirit of revelation and wisdom. He also prayed that the eyes of understanding will be enlightened. These are the kinds of prayer topics that fruitful Christians pray. If a fruitful Christian were to ask for a car, I'm sure his answer will be forthcoming very quickly. It is time to become a fruit-bearing Christian because the advantages of being fruitful are so great. God will answer your prayers because you are a fruit-bearing Christian. Hallelujah. So listen to me. This year, as you bear fruit, expect God to answer all your prayers. How many of you have some prayers that you are praying? Bear fruit. Bear fruit. Hallelujah. And finally in this session, alright, Jesus says, eight law of fruitfulness. Bearing fruit makes God very happy with you. Bearing fruit makes God very happy with you. John chapter 15 verse 8. Herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. What exactly does it mean to glorify God? To glorify God is to bear much fruit. Many Christians are happy and content to bear little fruit in the ministry. Most Christians just want to be rich. They want to have everything this world offers. The hearts of many Christians are simply not directed towards glorifying God. Many people are simply not interested in bearing fruit so that they can glorify God. But when you do glorify God, he will honor and give you great things. May the Lord help you to bear fruit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. Now, we are going to take a break, but before we do that, and when we take the break and come, we are going to watch two powerful videos that are going to transform your lives. Hallelujah. But for just a few more minutes, I want to share with you what happens when you do not bear fruit. Isaiah chapter 5. What happens when you do not bear fruit? Now will I sing to my well beloved a song of my beloved. Everybody look at this old. Touching his vineyard. 
Look at these scriptures. My wife, beloved, had a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. Hmm. And he fenced it and gathered the stone thereof and planted it with the choicest vine and built a tower in the midst of it and also made a wine press therein. And he looked that it should bring forth grapes and it brought forth wild grapes. Eh? Now give me NLT. From verse 1. Now I'll sing a song for the one I love about his vineyard. My beloved has a vineyard on a rich and fertile hill. He plowed the land, cleared his stones, and planted it with choice vines. In the middle, he built a watchtower and carved a wine press in the nearby rocks. Then he waited for a harvest of sweet grapes, but the grapes that grew were wild and sour. Verse 3. Now, you people of Jerusalem and Judah, you have heard the case. You be the judges. What more could I have done to cultivate a rich harvest? Why did my vineyard give me wild grapes when I expected sweet ones? Now, this is what I'm going to do to my vineyard. I'll tear down its fences and let it be destroyed. I'll break down its walls and let the animals trample it. I'll make, a, I'll make it a wild place. I'll not prune the vines for hole, nor hold the ground. I'll let it be overgrown with breasts and thorns. I'll command the crowds not to drop no more rain on it. What happens? When God expects you, when God comes, expecting seed, seeking food, and he does not find food. After all the investment, look at what they did. Go back. Verse 2. He plowed. God has plowed you. Clad his stones. Eh? The things that were worrying you in life. Planted of choice vines. Put nice things, nice messages, conferences, books, anointings, exposure, pastors, bishops. Eh? In the middle, he built a watchtower. A watchtower is used for defense. Angels watching over your life. Carve the wine press in the nearby rocks. The anointing is compared to the wine. Your life has been flowing for the anointing. Put you in charge of one of the biggest anointing that is working on earth today. Your father, the prophet. Then he waited for a harvest of sweet grapes. He waited for flourishing basentes, flourishing choir, flourishing centers, flourishing branches, churches, cathedrals, flourishing pastors, shepherds, choristers, 
praise and worship leaders. People who win souls. People who gather people. People who support the ministry with their money. He gave you the business. Look after your business. Uh, Your business has been doing well. And he waited for the harvest of sweet grace. But the grapes that grew were wild and so useless. God is saying that the return from you is useless. He can't use it. He can't use it. He can't use you. You have no use. After all the investments, conventions, conferences, opportunities, lands, buildings, Bible school training. What happens when God comes for come to seek for fruit and he doesn't get? Now, you people of Jerusalem and Judah, you have heard the case. You be the judges. Number one, what more could I have done to cultivate a rich harvest? Now listen to me. God is asking, what more could you have done? Inshi, you have been around for years. What more? I see sitting in the church or you going to pastor a church. A center. And you bring people. What more could the Lord have done? What more? What more? Hmm? In my uh, culture, they sing a song. When babies are crying, then they say, baby, why are you crying? We have bathed you. We have cleaned your poopoo. We have powdered you. We have fed you. You are still crying. What else should we do? Can you tell us? So what else should God do? Eh? Doc, what else could that do for you? He's done everything. Eh? Pastor Abed, hasn't he done everything? He's done everything. What else? Now he has pet fruit. He has pet fruit. Nice fruit. Bountiful fruit. Bountiful fruit. Sweet fruit. Yeah. And then, Basar. Well, why did my vineyard give me wild grapes when I expected sweet ones? Now, this is what I'm going to do to my vineyard. What happens when God comes seeking for food and finds nothing? He said, number one, I will tear down its fences and let it be destroyed. He said, this is what people don't get. This is what people don't get. The peace in your family, your children, your wife, and all that, it's not because your area where you live. Do you understand it? No. There's a fence. So when Satan went to God, he said, don't drop eh, fear thee for nothing. It is because you have made a fence. Yes. He said, you remove the fence. You see. There's a fence. Oh. There's a fence. Oh. Hello, there's a fence. There's a fence. There's a a protective fence around you. When you don't bear fruit, God says, I'll tear it down. And let it be destroyed. Let his marriage be destroyed. Let his business be destroyed. Let his school be destroyed. Let his life be destroyed. That is why now you begin to see strange things happening. 
How many of you are still here? Yeah. Yeah. Is the Bible said that it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the Lord. Number two, I'll break down its walls and let the animals trample in it on it. Demons should now be free to do whatever they want to do. Demons, people who hate you at your workplace, they go to juju men. They take your picture and every shame, nothing happens. Because the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. And God said, Now I will draw my my wall. Some of you, the way you bluff God. When you get a little job, a little marriage, you give birth to a little baby. You bluff God. I can't do this. 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 I can't do it. My marriage, my children, my job, my business. I have to go here. You know, you are bluffing God. God said, okay. Okay. Wars, calm down. What happens when God comes looking for fruit and you don't have it? He said, said, what else should I do? What else should I do? What else should I do? A thief like you. A prostitute like you. A drug addict like you. Look at how I've cleaned you. A liar like you. Nobody respected you. In your family. Look at you now. Very nice. Beautiful. Everybody is seeking your advice. Going to invest in. Working. Moving. Have your own job. Coming up. Even if you don't have a job, you are coming up. Things are better. God said, what else could I have done? What else? Then I've taught you the word. Giving you pastors. Giving you books. Messages. Church. For three years, two years, one year. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Why is it that your food is so bad? And God said, I'll tear that defense. I'll break down the walls. Hey. Huh? Next one. I'll make it a wild place. I'll not prune the vines or hold the ground. I'll let it be overgrown with breasts and thorns. What does that mean? You know, listen. You know, in the Bible days, the shepherds, the shepherds, they'll take oil and rub the skin of the sheep so that the insects will not disturb them. That's what God does. Yes, you move the breasts some disease be, some demon be has come to sit on your shoulder. God will just knock the head. Boom. There's an accident be is coming. God just will, you know, refine your life, refine your marriage. Moving things, evil things that are trying to come into your life. The wheeze and the breast, pruning you, taking, you know, things that should not come, things that may destroy you, cutting it off to preserve you, make you more glorious. Make, and God said, okay, I've done all that. You are not bearing fruit. Leave him. Let this life become bizarre, like we say. So, so you see Christians whose life now begin to change. They are even worse than before. Things collapse around them. The beauty goes. The glory goes. We are going on break. I hope you are here. Eh? Are you here? I'm not saying this. I'm just reading. 
come seeking for food. God is seeking for food from you. He's seeking for food from the earth. Seeking for food from sons. Yes. You say you traveled, that's why you couldn't come for the meeting. You didn't travel. You were attending to your business. The next one is too dangerous. I'll command the clouds to drop no more rain on it. Hey. Eh? No more rain. No more rain. Is it recently somebody from Parker Gardens came to our church? Then he saw our grass. We have a lot of, you know, um, in the courtyard, patches of grass, big ones. And because of the lack of rain, they're green, brown, uh, no, brown. So he said, oh, he wants to come and redo it. I said, no. There's no need to redo it. He said, look at it. They'll do it. And I said, no. It's because there's no rain. I told him, if it rains one week, everything will change. He was arguing with me. I said, no. I am here. Okay. I think, was it last week or so? It rained like one, two. When you go, it's green. Hey, you need rain to be green on. The rain from God. The rain from God. The rain from God. Whatever it stands for, you need it. And God says, I'll command the clouds to drop no more rain on it. Huh? Wow. Is that all? This is the story of the lost people. They are the vineyard of the Lord Almighty. Israel and Judah are his pleasant garden. He expected them to yield a crop of justice, but instead he found bloodshed. He expected to find righteousness, but instead he heard cries of oppression. Destruction is certain for you who buy our property to others so others have no place to live. Your homes are built on great estates so you can be alone in the land. I mean, he began to just speak. Brothers and sisters, this year, as we have entered this year, the Lord is saying, I come seeking for fruit from you. From you. From you. Yes. By the end of this year, Doc, will he find fruit? Will he find fruit? I pray that you will find fruit. Stand to your feet and lift up your hands. Speak to the Lord. Speak to the Lord. Tell the Lord, I'll bear fruit. Everybody lift up your hands and pray. Yes. Go ahead and pray.
Lift up your hands and pray. Lord, when you come seeking for food, may I have fruit. May I have fruit. May I have fruit. May I have fruit. Go ahead and pray. this year looking for fruits may you find abundance of fruit in our lives Lord whatever you need to do with us this year do it Lord for of a truth we stand before you fruitless and we have been fruitless for many years but thank you for the opportunity another chance that you have given to us every one of us Lord as we stand before you. Help us. Nourish us again. Dig and dunk. Pour the rain upon us. Remove the breads and the weeds from us. Refresh us. We need our strength, Lord. Rekindle our love for you, for your word, for prayer, for your presence, Lord. Put a fresh anointing upon us. The oil that is on your servant, the prophet, that has made him so fruitful in many ways, we crave and we ask for that same oil. Upon us as bishops, full-time pastors, lay pastors, shepherds, Lord, administrators, workers, basental leaders, basental leaders, every one of us, Lord. And this year, may our fruit be abundant. The fruit of churches. Let churches spring over everywhere. Raise up laborers. Let us be willing, O God. Let centers multiply. Branch churches multiply. Let the individual churches grow in numbers. In the name of Jesus. Remove stagnation. Release more shepherds. More workers, O God. In the name of Jesus. Cause us to bear the fruit of outreach. So winning. This year, in TMC, in all our churches, let thousands upon thousands upon thousands be saved. Bless our outreaches 
Show us what to do, O God. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Refresh us and help us. At the end of this year, let us look back. And let us be able to say, Lord, if you are looking for fruit, this is the fruit. May we not be vineyards that you nourish, that you keep, that you bless, and yet we produce nothing. We thank you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Let every pastor here be revived. Lord, let every church here grow. Let every center multiply. Bless our finances. And Father, this year as we serve you and we bear fruit, thank you for the promise that you answer all our prayers. Do new things in our lives. New cars, husbands, wives, children, passing exams, traveling, starting new businesses, building houses. Whatever we are expecting for our earthly lives as we bear fruit. Thank you for the promise that you release all of them. May we make you happy this year. May we glorify you through food bearing Lord. We thank you. And now preserve our lives. I pray that nobody here will die Lord. Cover us with your blood and save all of us. And let us enter gloriously into 2024 with much fruit. We are grateful in Jesus name. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. Let's welcome Convina. Oh, are you clapping or you are just... Please, you can do better than that. Put your hands together. Show some love, show some love, show some love. Wow. Oh, please keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. What an anointing time we've had in the presence of God. Man. I mean, if you don't change after this, I don't know what else we can do for you. I think just like the scripture says, we've given you man of God, we've given you the word, we've brought you for a conference, we've done everything for you. What you are left to do now is to bear fruit. And I believe that this year we're going to bear fruit. But I sense an anointing and a grace this year in particular. I sense that a special grace has come upon us to bear fruit than we have ever born. I sense that some of us seeds you have sown in the past years this year you're going to reap a great and a bountiful harvest in the name of Jesus our lives will not be the same again our churches will not be the same again our ministries will not be the same again your prayer life will not be the same again your church members will not be the same again I see a mega church wherever you are in the name of Jesus, if you believe it, give the Lord a shout of away. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of God. Oh, are you glad you came for this conference? I am so glad. I'm so blessed. And um, how many would want us to have more of such conferences? More. Yeah, I think so.
I think so. But I believe that anybody who has been tired, you even decide that this year I'm going to focus on my life. Now all that has vanished. And I believe that now we're going to believe God that as we bear fruits, every prayer of yours is going to be answered in Jesus' name. Let's put our hands together one more time. And um, 